Oh, hi, friends. Uh, two things to know about today's episode. Uh, we have a recap of the last nine episodes, uh, as told by a wonderful Jen. If you want to skip ahead and avoid that, then, well, shame on you, firstly, but secondly, I understand. Uh, the episode itself starts 23 minutes and 23 seconds in. Uh, second of all, we had some technical issues, so the video and audio isn't quite as smooth as it usually is. Uh, thanks for bearing with us, and hope you enjoy. I don't know what's happening. 80% speedrun oracle reading? Oh, 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 wait, hold on, we're on. Yeah, I think, I think we're good. Hold on, I don't know. Wait. 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 Talk. Wait. Hello, okay, we're yeah, talking. We're here. Hello. I don't know why Hello. it's on Hello. system. I don't know why it's on system, but hey, it's gonna, uh, uh, that's the audio channel it shows. Everyone, thanks for sticking around with our technical difficulties. Hi, I'm Drew, your humble dungeon daddy for the evening. This is the cast of uh, the Nightmares of the Midnight Vale, and uh, they're very happy to be here. We missed you all so much, uh, and uh, some of us have moved. Uh, we live in different places now. Wowee! I'm uh, I'm a mountain man now, apparently. I hey. live in the same city, just a little bit further out. Wow! Look at us go! Hey, hey, Cass, do you have anything you gotta get off your chest? And for this time, I'll actually let you get it off your chest. <laughs> <laughs> wow, boy, howdy. Do yeah, I was gonna say, I, I do have something to get off my chest. I, I, I forgot most of it because uh, I, I always plan these things and it was gonna be uh, loosely improvised, you know, but now um, my brain being vacated. But, you know, I do have something I want to get off my chest. Uh, so here you go. I'm gonna just hit random sound effects while I talk about things. Uh, so have you ever wanted to play D&D? Well, let me tell you, it's a fun old game. Sometimes you're sitting there, you're by yourself, and you're like, man, I really wish that I had a group of friends and I could just play a good old game. But all your friends are sitting there and they're like, hey, 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 you wanna play this game? Are you okay? Well, guess what? Uh, you are okay because it's a really fun game. But then you realize none of you know how to the rules, so how to run the game. So you look at each other like, well, that just won't do. That'll be terrible. But what if there was someone out there online who you could just uh, hit up online and go, and then they might respond and be like, and say, hey, you want, you want to play D&D with me? Maybe they could even do voices like uh, Spike Spiegel telling you, uh, hey, I want to be crushed by someone's thighs. And then they might say other neato things. Like, for example, uh, they, they might do other silly voices, such as the, the infamous Gungus Peter from the beginning of the campaign, a, a character you can't forget, where he was like, hey, it's me, Gungus. Well, if you felt all of those things and heard all of those sound effects in your heart and your mind, well, boy, howdy, do I have the site link for you that I definitely have on the top of my head where I'm not looking for it. Oh, if you go to start play or wait, HTTPS, we're doing the whole thing. Well, semicolon slash slash start playing dot games slash GM slash Jakey boy. You could you could book yourself a little game. Yeah, even Aaron Hansen's involved, apparently. Uh, and, and if you go there, you might be like, wow. 
look at all these options for booking for a full group. And if you book with a bunch of friends and you've already got a full group, then I don't have to look for anybody. I do discounts. You can message me and look at that. It's sweet. I'll run all sorts of games. I'll, I've lately had a fixation on this whole game. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called uh, Wait, Wait, Wait. I need a specific sound for it before I say it. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> but you know, it's Halloween is coming. Tis the season. So anyway, this bit's gone long enough. So it, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah book today uh, and I will send you audio of me pouring all my dice out because we did promise that a few weeks ago. So that's mm -hmm. still on the table. It's on the table. The deal is still available. And technically mm -hmm. under the table and on the floor. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. And in my cat's mouth, probably. <laughs> and I also know. I don't know how long I'm allowed to play. <laughs> I think three, three, three seconds. I think that's what we get. Uh, we have <laughs> just three. <laughs> we, we have another sponsor today. It's a it's a beautiful sponsor. This one today is uh, Biscoff Crunchy Cookie Butter. Uh, if you've never had it before, it's delicious. It's uh, <gasps> spreadable nice. cookies. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Mmm, mmm, mmm. Got some peach jam. Put that shit on a piece of toast with this. Boom, peach cobbler. Get fucked. It's amazing. Okay, that's uh, it. I, I would just like to confirm, by the way, legally not a sponsor. No, that's a lot of damage. I have a lot of cookie butter in my mouth. Will someone talk? <laughs> Sure. Um, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a, a. My usual chaotic sponsors of the week. It's not a thing this week because I am exhausted. Quite frankly, I have had arguably one of the longest weeks of my life, and um, <clears throat> this week's so anti-sponsor sleep. Yeah, right. Uh. Um, but I, I, I would like to take this opportunity to uh, say thank you to some of my very, very wonderful friends who have helped me through a very difficult time. Uh, you know who you are, bitches. And if you don't, fuck you. Fuck yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's aliens. <laughs> It's aliens. Also, also, not officially a sponsor, but half a sponsor, uh, NADPOD, because the fuck yeah, I love you. <laughs> yes. It was either going to be that, or I'm dead. I'm alive. I'm watching TV. I'm looking at you. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, we have fun here. You <laughs> <laughs> um, Three seconds. That's all you get. So, <laughs> today is a very special episode. Uh, and that is because it is episode number 10. Oh my! And, um, I would like to, uh, shout out, uh, someone, uh, pretty freaking awesome. Uh, Jen over here has done a 10 episode recap, uh, that I believe she is going to read. And if she doesn't, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, we good. We good. We good. <laughs> Yeah, we do in fact have a 10 episode recap today. Uh, <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna add sound effects. Don't you worry. Are, are <laughs> no. you? Oh, okay. Do you know yep. what the sound effects are before you play them, or is that just gonna be? Mm, uh, no, I've got I've got a lot of stuff. I'm just gonna be randomly hitting. Don't worry, I'm gonna be helping. So uh, you got this. Okay, okay, okay. This is a cold read. We haven't read <laughs> read so long before. So uh, 
I didn't even know this is gonna work. Uh, it'll be great. Uh, yeah, fuck it, let's do it live. Um, Woo! okay. So yeah. That's fucking teamwork! <laughs> I mean, fair. Um, it's the moral so yeah. of the story. So yeah, we're gonna go in with a, a 10 episode recap. You know, my mom used to read me some stories as a kid and I read a lot to myself as well. I always wanted to write my own tale, so I hope this is the beginning of a good one. In a town far away from where I used to call my home for many, many years, there lived a guy named Gungus Peter. How long is the sound? <laughs> I didn't. Re I didn't know. I didn't know. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, well, he was he was a half goblin, half bugbear who liked to bed wives. Um, but sadly, his story was cut short before it could even begin. Uh, his crush beneath the weight of a massive bell. Uh, his little red cowboy boots—the only thing left of him. Um, and on the other side of town, there were three. Yeah, three friends. Uh, there was Hope, a very lovely yellow and blue flumpkin with a love for learning new things and discovering all the world has to offer and is obsessed with the cosmos, but we'll just get back to that later. And then there was also Amir, a handsome purple elf with a massive scarf, thirst for knowledge, a lovely little cat named Pickle, and a bunch of really cool bugs always in his pockets. Uh, and then there's me. A uh, totally normal elf musician. Uh, nothing else to see here. Um, I don't think you're normal. I think you're exceptional. What are you doing in my room? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, is uh, this just open entry? I, uh, I I didn't mean to interrupt. I, yeah, uh, yeah, hope, I let's go. You, breakfast, you, know. <laughs> well, you you guys can stay if you want. Um, I... Pickle, get back. Stop, stop running up. The... <laughs> it's fine. I'm just using as many sending spells as I can, you know? Uh, so, so me, me and Hope, unfortunately, uh, we racked up quite the bill at a tavern, uh, and even though we only had been left alone for a very short period of time, less than an hour, uh, the proprietor had about enough of us, and, uh, he almost beat the shit out of us with a broom. Um, but, uh, you know, that wasn't gonna stop us from making a hundred gold pieces to pay him back with. That's that's like a lot of money, though, isn't it? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we we didn't we didn't know that at the time, though. We've learned a lot since then. Hmm. It's only been that to shoot. Have we? <laughs> Short few days, but we've learned the power of money. Uh. Anyways, we understand uh, capitalism now. <coughs> do we? Uh. No. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> guys, guys, the setting spell only has a 25 word limit. Uh anyways, uh we had to pay back a sizable we debt. Message. Uh who am I sending the message to? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you keep looking at the camera going? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way it works. Uh but yeah, oh. anyways, uh had to had to pay back a sizable debt. Went out on the streets to find some way to pay the gentleman who was definitely not lying to us about any way of that uh, back. Uh, which fortune happened to favor us uh, when we happened across some tickets to a carnival. Uh, and despite the fact that the admission tickets uh, came out of nowhere, I wasn't allowed to give them to the rats uh, because apparently my friends really like big tops. Um, 
So uh, upon our arrival, we ended up becoming fighters in an arena, managed to free Chimera and commit uh, something called war crimes against fish people. Uh, we did also decide to test out some carnival games. I decided to read some fortunes to varying levels of success. And uh, that's when we met Gaia. She was so fucking cool, just like flipping around really awesome weapons, like wha-bam, and then like turning behind her back and then just like pew, 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 pew. And like, yeah. Anyways, uh, she helped us take out some really gooey, scary guys, um, which resulted in us shutting down the entire carnival. Um, managed to meet the proprietor. It's like a white tiger guy with some backwards hands or something. Uh, offered us to give us some money or answer some questions or a question. Um, but yeah, in exchange for offering good show, uh, we found out that they were responsible for a bunch of dis di like disappearances in the town. Uh, didn't do anything with that, but we took the money to give us, uh, and then, uh, Brought it back to that very honest and kind tavern owner. Uh, yeah. Um, that was a really long day. But it was very cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, kind of parted ways with Gaia. Uh, when she went to go and talk to a, a contact of hers, we just kind of like... I don't know where she went. Uh, I hope she's doing okay, though. Uh, and then, uh... The three friends decided to head to an adventurer's guild nearby. Uh, and upon arriving, we came across my very good friend, Naba Cabbage, who uh, caught us up on some goings-on and uh, kind of decided to, to take on the mantle of adventuring. Uh, we picked the oldest, most beat-up quest on the entire board. Um, but uh, before we could leave, Amir somehow changed into this guy named Hao Hao. Um, I'm still really not sure how that works. Um, but he was fun. Uh, and then we took off towards a strange lighthouse, um, because what was even up with that, you know? <laughs> That's funny, because it's so high up, and what's up with that? That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Thanks for that, Amir. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, uh, managed to convince someone to row us over. Apparently the place is like super haunted or something. Uh, and as we scaled the building, found a bunch of portions of a poem or like a riddle or something. Um, and then at the top, found like a super possibly dead sea hag kept in iron chains. And the thing is, if you're an elf, you know that wrought iron is just like really disgusting to the fate. Like I couldn't even imagine. Uh, but uh, how how went and lit up the lighthouse and she seemed to... um. Not enjoy it very much. Uh, we scooped up some of her remains uh, and uh, reunited some ghosts that really wanted my fucking shoes and uh, brought a chest back with the remains for someone named Key. So, oh, and the storm was really amazing. There was that giant thunderbird, and they seemed really happy to be there. I like that part a lot. Wait, there was a what? You know what? Never mind. Okay, uh, anyways, uh, upon returning to, to the Valley View Guild Hall, uh, Big Blue, a lovely, super cool catfish guy, uh, made us all full-fledged members, uh, and as it turns out, the guild's actually a lot bigger than any of us thought it was, uh, assured us that the, the remains in the chest would make it back to Key, who is the daughter of the two lighthouse keepers, and, uh, gives access to the teleportation circle in the guild, uh, which would connect us to any of the others. Um, yeah. Parted our ways with Naba, um, and their party mates in Big Blue, and then uh, Hao Hao decided to be a mirror again at some point, um, and we went with him and Hope and myself to the Ocular Nomad Guild, which is like an observatory that seemed like to really appeal to Hope uh, in particular. 
upon arriving in the sister guild, we were met by a lovely blue kobold named Gibby. Uh, we were giving a very warm welcome. Uh, we spent the evening doing research and learning how to use the giant telescope and painting with some guy named Sundrop, who seemed like kind of cool. Uh, seems like Hope and Amir might have gotten into some kind of argument um, or scared each other or something, because the next thing I know, uh, Pickle's calling us into a weird door to some kind of alternate dimension, a, a pocket plane. I'm not sure. I'm just an elf, and we didn't cover that shit in school, okay? Wait, pocket dimension within. Yeah, I didn't even know elves went to school. I guess I learned something new every day. Is it a pocket plane? Uh. Is that right? Damn. Pick things up every day. Well, yeah, we wanted to have our own little area separate from everyone else. Very exclusive. Uh, but yeah, uh, so so we found him uh, drinking away uh, Amir eventually. Uh, not feeling so good, got carted off into a room in the tavern just to sleep it off. Uh, and Hope and I were joined by our new friend Melier, uh, who was working in the tavern. Uh, we spent a bunch of time in the market. Uh, we bought a bunch of weird alchemical ingredients like hay guys uh, and little weird chicken berries. Uh, we found a pet store, uh, managed to cut a deal with the owner, uh, found a new home for Steve. Uh, who's like an awakened shrub guy who's like really cool uh managed to give him off to like a gentleman who owns like a large garden and stuff he's like he's super stoked uh but we got some discounts uh which meant that we added like a nice little ghost cat a flying snake and a baby mimic into the group so that was that was nice I, that um, reminds me we really do have to go back for my flying snake at some point you left your snake somewhere yeah oh well I, i'm sure it's fine yeah <laughs> um yeah, uh, upon returning to the to the the tavern, uh, figured out Amir d disappeared, um, and uh, we uh, went back to the Ocular Nomad uh, with Melier with us at the request of their uh, boss, uh, met a strange tiefling named Garth, who had taken on Amir's body, and was reluctant to hand over the reins. Um, I, I was really tired at this point, so I had to go to bed, but uh, I'm pretty sure something might have happened, because everyone was really awkward the morning after, and I'm just hoping they didn't, like, just watch me while I was trancing. If you guys were bored. You didn't do that, did you? No, we didn't. Okay. No, that'd be weird. That'd be yeah, super, super weird. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, yeah, we signed uh, Melia and Garth up to be part of the crew, and although we didn't know how how uh, where how how was, uh, we did find somebody with a mask that looked just like his. Uh, but it turns out, it wasn't him. Um, but it meant he's still out there, which is good, I think. Um, yeah, time's weird. Um, anyways, Melia needed to find somebody in town. I uh, headed into Eldrithian, which is like a beautiful elven city full of all kinds of people. Um, Hope though was having a really hard time adjusting, um, and honestly, it was pretty loud. Um, so Garth made sure it was really quiet, and we snuck into a restaurant called the Calm Piano. So many people, so many voices. Yeah. Um. Well, the restaurant, little rundown, managed to fix and tune up the piano together, and because I can't stand to waste a good stage, me and Melier, and definitely not Garth's weird shadow, took up a tune. Uh, a bunch of patrons came in for the music and stayed for uh, good food and atmosphere. Uh, we handed off some money for repairs and debts to the proprietor because he definitely needed the cash for new staff. Uh, and he suggested, based on the names in Melia's list, uh, and I guess the amount of money that we dropped on him, that we stay in the upper city for an evening, which led us to the celestial crescendo, a very 
very expensive hotel, but hey, at least we got to enjoy the amenities. Just kidding, we definitely didn't, but at least the beds were comfy, I think. I was very tired. Um, anyway, I wanted to get to know Garth a little bit more. Offered to let him become my manager for the evening, uh, but before he could return from changing, because apparently that's the thing managers need to do, uh, Hope Melier and myself received a message from Amir, and it turns out that Garth wasn't actually Garth, uh, uh, but something that needed to be lit the hell up, restrained, and shown into a mirror to banish him back to the Shadow Realm. Shadow fell. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Not a details person. That was I... that, yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Amir's back. Uh, I, I miss my fellow elf trans buddy a lot, but he was really fucking tired, so I went to bed uh, right away in the classic elven fashion, uh, burrito to absolute hell. Um, and then during the night, Melier went on full sentry in the hallways and Hope met a really stinky guy who, like, wouldn't stop crying. Um, I think his name was Miguel, but he kept insisting that the jewel on Hope's staff was his, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, but for some reason, decided to help him. It's probably because he sold his soul for the thing. Um, uh, but yeah, I did some snooping, found out might have had it. Uh, I asked my magic mirror for the name of the like the holder of the jewel, and we tracked him down with his green cloak wearing ass to some secret tunnel things, and Hope turned into a really big, really weird cat thing and sped off to get him. Uh, and he didn't show up until after, uh, but he was um so hot, you know? Um, not I, if I'm being entirely honest. Um I was pretty sure that we were, like, good people, so I asked why we did it, and I think it might have made everybody a little upset. Uh, or at least they didn't look super pleased about it for some reason. And then also Miguel totally cut off the guy's tattoo and put it on himself, which is just fucking gross. Like, you're already stinky and covered in enough, like, residue that you're letting shit off in the pool, and now you're gonna cover yourself with weird shit from bodies? That guy really must waste his life. I mean, it was a solid plan. There were just other ways to do it that didn't involve cutting off the guy's skin and wearing it. <laughs> Anyways, um, managed to find the auction hall. Uh, Green Cloak guy told us about it. Uh, the Tier of Resurrection. It would be sold in, uh, after, you know, Amir really coolly reanimated him using bugs. Uh, but yeah, uh, right outside uh, auction house. There was a, uh, a priestess that had originally convinced Miguel to find the tear in the first place, and uh, she wants to resurrect her goddess, I guess, um, which is, like, kind of crazy. Um, but she offered to take on his soul debt, which is nice. And uh, then, you know, Miguel might get his wife back after. Just no guarantees on that. Part. Maybe. Anyways, uh, after getting some, some terms written up, getting them to sign, headed off into the auction house with a coin in hand to attempt to buy what was stolen by this guy we met literally today, uh, only to find a guy with a mask, which was different, but, like, familiar also, and, uh, uh, I think I only have one spell slot left, so that's all for now. I'm hoping I can take some time to actually write this all down at some point. Well, because we're, you know, you're saying this to a wall, we, we're okay, right? We're okay, right? Oh, fuck. Cue <laughs> <laughs> uh, cavern sounds in the background. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Get out of here. That's the sound of the cavern. So, uh, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> everyone. Everyone is going to get uh, two inspos. One from last week that I forgot to give. 
Uh, and Jin, you get three. Oh, wow. Get out of here. Oh, wow. I feel weird. Yeah, I, I didn't like my sound effects either. <laughs> I'm being a dick. I'm being a dick. I'm being a dick. I'm being a dick. It's a bit. 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 <laughs> Thank you for all sitting through my chaos. Uh, we love I one can't more wait to edit the audio for this bit in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So yes, as it was aptly put, uh, the party finds themselves uh, walking into the auction house of the Jaded Jewelers uh, hideout. Uh, inside, there are a plethora of people inside little benches, and we're actually going to go over to the game stream right now so we can see a map oh wow a map a map a map a map, a map. A map. all right so they find themselves so inside this area here oh whoa yes 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 jakey oh i was just gonna say uh yeah we exit <laughs> <laughs> no worries i made a full map <laughs> i have everywhere uh, so yes, you'd be coming in, uh, either from this bottom side or the north. Uh, but as you walk in, there is this huge mahogany like table that stretches out. And then at the very end of it, there is a podium, uh, where you see this, uh, very chameleon like lizard folk, uh, standing there, uh, eyes kind of like bugging out to the sides, very much like modeled rainbow s skin, uh, and Amir, you in particular uh, see two people exiting portals, uh, one of which is very familiar to you. As you've seen this mask recently, uh, you see a, uh, a tiefling with long black horns that come up and around uh, and very elven ears that point out of this white mask that has this very eldritch looking symbol on it uh and these nice black and purple robes all with a symbol hanging from a chain on his chest the other you see is a human man uh he's got this like gray goatee nice little black mustache with this long black hair that goes back into a bun he has this high collared uh outer coat that he wears over some kind of raggedy looking clothing underneath uh looks like a guy that probably like gets around places probably a little sketchy but you know he is what he is uh you see these two exit from the portals and they are having this little chit chat off to the side as other people are entering in lunara stops to look at the rest of you and says um i've paid the ten thousand gold pieces so we're in the auction however i don't have any other money you know that'd be something that you start the conversation with that the money you have already paid and there is no more of it so oh my god um great wonderful do they take collateral maybe feeling we don't want to end up owing anything to these people. It's probably for oh, the best. Oh, we won't. 
Very true, very true. Um, well, uh, let's not stick out and uh, maybe grab a seat and wait for this to start. Yeah. Hey. Is there anyone uh, by the main doors? Like, are they like closing them or like stopping people from coming in? Or so, as you come back, there were two doorways to enter in through uh one to the south and one to the east y'all came in through the southern doors right here uh it does appear that there would be uh some people that are standing realistically you probably have four people one at each side of each door uh and they're also as you look around with your uh your uh, uh, words words perception there we go <laughs> Uh, you would notice there are also more standing at doors up to the north. Okay. Are they actively are the doors stopping... closed? Or are yeah, they are they standing? actively, like, stopping people going through? Uh, they are not stopping people yet. Uh, as you can see, there are, um, more people coming in, uh, and they're filling up these seats, uh, rather quickly. You see Do these. See... Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. Do I see Enrisage here yet? I can't remember if you pointed him out. So you're familiar with the name, not necessarily the face. I thought we Unless... were the face in the illusion. <sighs> you were, in fact. Oh my goodness, it's been two weeks. Uh, <laughs> so yes. Two weeks. Yes. I was like, I'm at my notes and I'm like, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a minute. Uh, There's more. Let's see. Uh, in fact, you do see a familiar face uh, right behind the green comfy looking chairs sitting in a row over here. Uh, there seems to be a uh, elven man with blue hair that kind of comes up, kind of looks like douchey in a way. Uh, and uh, he's schmoozing it up with someone sitting next to him. Okay, great. And for some reason, that dude over there looks like a douche. Like he's schmoozing up to someone over there. It's got, why it's got like the, the the tattoo on the side right here, like slicked back hair. Uh, you know, wears a little band on his arm. Okay, um, I might need to go have a conversation. Oh. A con you want to go have a comp with who? Oh, um, one of the other debtors is here. So we're going to collect while we're at the auction, or are you going to... do it after, but I, you know, that we can probably hack on some interest for other purposes. Uh, interesting. Just a solution to our problem with, um, only being ready for the entry fee. So, let's play a hypothetical game because I always enjoy those. Of course. If we use that money for means that are not paying back who that person owes, what happens oh. to us then? Oh, no, that's not what I was suggesting. I was suggesting that we can just tack on some interest to the amount already owed. 
Ah, I see. Hmm. That makes more and sense. That is what we would take. I would not um, suggest taking my boss's money <laughs> for that's, something else. That would not be. That would not go well for mostly you guys. <laughs> Good to know. Miguel um, just looks around for a minute and he's like, listen, I don't know what y'all are going to do, but I'm getting that crystal. Um, define you're going to go get that crystal. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever happens. I'm getting that crystal. We're going to sit and we're going to participate in this auction. We have gotten you this far and then... And only then can you do something stupid on your own. Okay. How does that sound? Sounds like a deal. You agreed to that very quickly. How do you think insight check <laughs> Yeah, you can insight. Not just that for a fucking second. Um, that is an 18. <laughs> uh... He's he's got he's got some thoughts on some things, uh, not entirely truthful, uh, but he he he's got some thoughts on what he he gonna do. That's a shock. Drew, do I have any idea what something like <clears throat> this here would even go for in the black market? So I'm going to answer your question with a question. What in your background would make you be able to I mean, to know? I live in an area with a very interesting market of its own. Absolutely. <laughs> of exotic goods and so, so with that, let's do, let's do, 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 do. Uh, how about a, let's do a history. That's a 26. So with a 26, uh, this could go for quite a bit of money. Uh, we're, we're talking like, mm, upwards of like a hundred thousand. Okay. Yep. So upwards of a hundred thousand. So that I... means we are definitely going to have to acquire these gems not through purchase means because even if I were to hack on interest yeah that is not enough can I I'm gonna, um, go after you sorry uh, can I like without making it obvious what I'm doing druid craft some vines around Miguel's legs. I don't imagine they're going to stop him, mm -hmm. but I imagine that it will be noticeable when he tries to move, so that if he does try and fuck off or do something stupid, Amir will be able to tell. Yes. Uh, you can absolutely do that. Uh, I am going to roll. Do, 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 do. 
to see if he would notice. And I, I'm like gonna give to you a little sleight of hand. Yes, please. And I'm gonna give you a little spoiler alert. It's probably not great on his side. Spicy. Ooh. Uh, that is a nineteen. Mm, he rolled a one. <laughs> ah. Incredible. I I believe he does not notice. Just a board. So as Miguel sits there. You see these little vines go up around him. Um, I can kind of turn to Deirdre. Hmm. Do you think if some of us leave, hmm. we would get the money back? I really don't know anything about this auction house. Um, Same. Are there pamphlets anywhere? <laughs> like, you mean if if some of us leave and some of us stay, would we get the money back that was put just to get in? Maybe not all, but some, because mm -hmm. only some stay. You know, I can ask. Yeah, I guess I guess it would depend on whether it's like an entrance fee for the whole group or if it's per person. Mm. I'll just like I'll try to find the least sketchy looking person that is close to us to ask them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the least sketchy looking. Yeah, I in is the random person or guild member. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hi, uh, it's my, it's my first time here, I was just wondering if you'd answer a question for me, um... Uh, yes? Oh, um, I was wondering with the, the cover fee, is that like a per person thing, or is that just like a, like everybody that comes in, like, together, that's all, like, all them? Just in case I don't need to come back again, because... So, usually the way it works is there is a set amount for each person that comes in. Uh, however, this particular auction, uh, from what I've been hearing, is going to be quite exquisite. Uh, and they're allowing groups to come in for the normal price. Oh, okay. So normally it's this amount per person? Or like, yes. there's just... Oh, interesting. Oh, well that's that's awfully kind of them. Um, well, they figure if like they bring in more groups of people, more groups have more money to buy. Hmm. Well, I like, you said this is going to be like an exquisite auction. Are there like multiple items up that you know about that are like... Oh, yes, darling. There's, uh, I, they don't give out the specifics, but they do list, uh, there are five items being listed. Usually there's only two. So, and I'm assuming this is like a non-refundable fee because we all came in as a group. So it's like if we leave early, then that's like gone, I'm assuming. I would assume so as well. Mm. Okay. Well, well, thank you very much for your help. Oh, um, anytime. And do stop by my shop anytime. Opal and Sons. 
Uh, right above over there in the Solovey district. I will definitely do that. You've been very kind today. It's very nice to meet you. Ah, lovely to meet you as well. It's always good to see another elf. Yep, a fellow elf. Turns <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I will. I will go back to to, to these lovely folks. I explain that. Uh, it's normally this much per person, uh, and uh, we ain't getting any of that fucking money back. And uh, uh, apparently, there's five items up for auction today that are all supposed to be really cool. So, at the very least, just even if we can't do anything, it'd be nice to see what's going on. I guess nice little, nice little show. Love window shopping. Yeah. Hmm. Also, how big is the room, uh, Drew? Like for like space wise where everyone's like sitting in the chairs. So the the benches themselves, the the first three rows, and I'll bring us back to uh and boop. There we go. So that everybody can see. And there we are. Uh so these first three rows up here, you can fit uh realistically two people in the green chairs, about three back here, and about five in the longer ones in the back. Um, the, the room and where is, are we seated ish. Um, so that's for y'all to choose wherever you want to take a seat. There are some seats open in the middle seats and in the back as well. Yeah. I'm just going to grab a little middle seat. Perfect. I'll join. Uh, the room itself, I would say realistically, maybe about a hundred feet long by maybe 60 feet wide. Um, probably a little bit more than that, but rough estimate. Sorry, could you repeat that? About a hundred foot long and about 60-ish, 67 feet wide. Okay, cool. Then that's a, that's a perfect distance. Um, I'm going to create a telepathic link and I think you know exactly who that's going to be. Um, the first thing they're going to hear, keep your eyes forward. What are you here for? You hear a voice in response that is not what you expect. You hear this kind of little darker toned. Welcome to my auction house. It appears you're using psionics here. Hello. Hi. Sorry for a moment. The way you started there, I thought this was going to be like a magic mouth kind of message. No. Um, is it frowned upon to be speaking telepathically to friends? No, not at all. But I'm just curious if you're finding everything to your liking here. I'm finding it interesting. Hmm. Well, that's good. Well, I'll let you continue your conversation. The voice kind of fades out. You hear another voice. Amir! Hello. Hi. So, we're being listened on, and I don't care if the person knows that, but I'd like to know why you're here. For the auction, of course. Yeah, thanks, tips. What are you up? What are you bidding on? 
Well, I've got some inside knowledge of one of the auction items, and I just figured I could buy it. You're going to make me really work for this, aren't you? I have no idea what you're talking about. What are you bidding on, How How? I go by the name Malik here. Just, uh, is a little heads up for you. Uh, I am bidding on, um, I don't know, it's a rather fancy tier, I think they called it. The tier of resurrection. Sure. I know it is the tier of Rika, but if it does resurrection, well, all right. And what would you need a tear for? Humor me, as old roommates would. I don't know. If, I don't know, one of my friends were to die, I could bring them back. You know, it's always a good thing to have in your back pocket. After our last conversation, you don't strike me as someone who's been keeping friends around. I have plenty of friends. I have one right next to me. As you look next to, you see this uh, human male with that large collar that comes up. Oh, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so you're solely here to get that tear. That's it. I don't need anything else here. Let's talk hypothetical. Hmm. We're with someone who needs that tear, that had that tear, and it was stolen from them. That's a shame. If you were to get the tear, what would your price be? You know, for a fact, you saw my pockets last, and being that you know I've been awake for now, oh Jesus, not even 24 hours. Hmm. You know how they are still empty. What's your price? Well, obviously it's not money that I'm going to get from you. Um, we could possibly work mm. something else out. Ballpark. What do you suggest? Because realistically, if this auction goes the way I'm thinking it will, my dear friend here next to me... Uh, Oh, there we go. Yeah, we're on. Oh, there we go. Oh, I don't know. We're at a new house with new internet. We're, we're doing what we can. Hey, we're live, laugh, loving our best. You're doing great. We're back. So sorry. Um, but yes, uh, Malik, he, he, in his mind, he says, oh, the person next to me, my friend here, uh, said he would be auctioning at 200, 300,000. So, well, yeah, would you have an equivalent uh, of that? Uh, you know, off the top of my head, I don't. Is there something you want? Give me something to work with here. This tier is important. Hmm. If I win this tier, 
You and your friends, come on a little adventure with me. Define little. Well, technically, you'll never leave where we are. We can find somewhere safe for your bodies, and uh, we'll just go on a little adventure. Listen, I have to be vague. There are people listening, Amir. Yeah. We'll talk after, but I will keep it in mind at least. Very well. I can't make promises for them. Well, if you want that stone bad enough, I suggest you persuade them. And then his voice kind of like falls out. Yeah, I think that Amir is like sitting. We're just vibing here. We're just, we're just getting into the vibes. I'm going to go back <laughs> over here. Oh, wow. We're, we're vibing so much. <laughs> what the fuck is this voice? I don't know, but we're doing it. No, we're just vibing here. <laughs> just sitting here. Yeah, we're having a little, little vibe here. We're vibing. We're just vibing. We, we, we're just had vibing. We need to call the Spectrum people and tell them, hey. Uh, hey. We're just saying we're vibing. We're just vibing here. We're vibing. I'm very pink. Look at me. I'm so pink. I have to put on my spectacles. Look at that. A handsome person. Whoa, yeah. stop it. I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. everybody it's me drew your humble dungeon daddy for the evening and we're back i called those internet people and i said looky here please help me please help me uh but yeah so we are back uh what has happened group well let me tell you <laughs> they're in an auction house amir tried to talk to someone now named malik and uh, got interrupted by another psionic user. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at now. Uh, Deirdre talked to a fancy looking elf lady with some gems all up in her. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's where we're sitting at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eh. Yep. My question before we up. Should I really cut off? Yes. Given vibes, and mm. given that she knows how how, is Hope aware of his presence in the room right now? I would say yes. I would, I would indeed say yes. Uh, and where, in comparison to us, is 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 how how sitting? So y'all are in probably the third row back, and I'll put it back to the map screen, so y'all can see this. Boom, ba -dum. 
So y'all are probably in the third row back. Uh, how how is sitting up in these green, nice, comfy, expensive chairs? Okay. Does it look like the auction is literally about to start now, or have I got a couple of minutes? Uh, the doors are still open, and a few more people are still trickling in. Beautiful. Um, I'm going to take off my shoe, and I'm going to walk over there. Oh, I thought you were just gonna. I'm gonna take off my shoe. What? From across yeah, the I was room. also imagining chocolate, Chunkla. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I was also imagining Chunkla, like full on. All right, you. Oh goodness! <laughs> just the visual image of <laughs> sitting up there, Malik's just like, I can't wait for this. <laughs> I'm sorry, mother. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, yes, you can make your way up. As you do uh, make your way, he, he's down on the uh, southern side of the map. Uh, and seated next to him is the human gentleman that I have uh, detailed to you. Uh, I'm just, I have my shoe in one hand. Um, I'm just walking normally. Um, I'm just going to just stand in front of him. Uh, you see, you see how, how look up from the conversation he was having with this person next to him. He says, oh, Hope, hello. How are you? You remember? Of course I remember you. It's a hard face to forget. Are you Okay. I would say I'm probably better than I have ever been. Can I insight check that? Yeah. Cool. That's oh. a natural 20 for a 27. Also, uh, how how's Baned by yes. chat? So that's a D4 off of whatever he's rolling. Perfect. He's rolling. Uh, he's, he's not rolling. Uh, he seems very truthful, but also note taking on the Bane. Uh, yeah, he's being very truthful to you. Are you... done with us? We don't have to be. You could come I, and join my not, family. I had to start a new one, you see. Not in a bad way, just... Are you done traveling with us? For the time being, I would have to say so, unless you would like to join me and my new group. I would love for that. Telepathically, he hears, you say something nice right fucking now. Now. You hear back in your head, Amir, I am being honest and truthful, and I am being nice. I'm inviting your group to come with me. Is that not I'm nice? Aware. Hope is asking if you're leaving them, you idiot. It's not uh -huh. about needing an invitation. No. Uh -huh. Hope is reaching out to you. 
So for once, how how, extend a fucking hand. I tilt the shoe and out falls a gold coin that I put there to save for how how the last time that we were given money, which is, I want to say, like, pre-Melier at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys have been spending money since meeting me. Yeah, uh, so probably like five days ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just kind of look at it for a, for a minute. And I just hand it over. But you know what, Hope? Would you like to sit up front and watch the auction with me and my friend here? It's a very kind gesture of you. Say that you'd enjoy if they would. Don't just put it on them. I would very much enjoy it if you joined with me and my friend here. Please do sit and you see... How House kind of scoots over to make a little more space. Please take the coin. I will. But also, come have a seat. Enjoy. And How House going to take the coin and just set it, like, right on his knee. And I do appreciate you for saving this for me. See, wasn't so bad. We get to enjoy a wonderful auction. By the way, this is my friend Arthur. Arthur, say hello. Leans over and says, "Hello." Hello. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. I am Arthur Pindrake. That's a good name. I'm Hope. You have a rather pleasant name yourself. I like it. Are you here for the auction as well? I don't know. Oh. Well. But I'm here. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. Melia, what are you up to? I know you wanted to go, uh, say hi to someone. I did. I did. <laughs> I might as well do that now since at this point Millie is not sure if we're going to try to bargain with someone for this stone or if we're going to have to quick make a quick exit. Like Millie is just pre-planning. <laughs> um, Millie will just make her way over. She's not the most subtle of beings, mm. obviously, with her build. Um, she'll head over. It won't be necessarily... A march, but it'll be purposeful. Um, or Sage. You're making your way over there? Yeah. Okay. As you do, you're getting closer. Roll me a perception. Mm, wonderful. We have nothing to worry about, guys. As I roll a six, so that's a 14. 14? passive is higher. <laughs> Um, actually, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll, for this 
Yeah, passive would work on this as well. Uh, as you're walking like up, you, you you <laughs> hear the conversation being had between Aaron Sage and this person he's talking to, and he's over here like, man, you should have seen it. Like, this dude, he's just, like, there, and he's just holding the fucking crystal, man, and <laughs> just grabbed it. And then out of there, I brought it back here, and they're going to sell it. I'm going to get so much money. <laughs> it's going to be great. What a nice catch, then. <laughs> well, hey, how are you doing as he's looking at you? Do I sense that he recognizes me at all? Because I can't, I, I don't recognize him. Like, I've never seen him. Like, um, let's see. No, he has no idea who you are. He just has also probably never seen a Warforge before. He's like, yeah. can I help you? You may. Um, do you mind if I um speak to him alone for a moment? You see this? I say to the person he was talking to. You see this look? Uh, it's it's a it's a human uh, <laughs> a human male that's kind of there, and he's just just like gives you this look. Can you roll me an insight real quick? Of course. That's twenty four. He gives you this look that you immediately recognize from working in the bar of. Thank you. I hated this conversation. Thank you for getting me out of it. <laughs> Great. And it says, yep, yep, all yours. As he gets up and Great. walks off to a Can different I'm one. I'm just going to sit right next to um, Enrisage, just kind of like weirdly poised exactly like the doll that she's modeled after in some way. I'm glad to hear you're going to be making so much money, um, considering you do have a debt to deal with. Ooh. I need you to roll an intimidation real quick. Also, why did I make a character like this with a plus one intimidation? <laughs> so, you know, if this goes bad, I will use an inspiration. The mechanics in your face just twitch. <laughs> I will use an inspiration that I have accumulated. Good move, good move. Oh, that's so... A natural 20! Yeah. <laughs> you see this this cocky, arrogant like aura around this guy immediately just falls straight to the ground. As he kind of like sits straight for a second. And you can visibly see the panic start to like sweat starting to roll down his face. You can actively see like the bulge in his neck just like man is straight up terrified at the moment tell me you forgot uh no i was raising all this money for him well i really hope this auction goes well for you yeah me don't try to run too and then I'll just get up as if we had the most pleasant conversation and walk back to my group. Yeah, absolutely. Even <laughs> even going to the other side of the room, you can just see him just like slowly like looking around now, uh, visibly freaked out. <laughs> well, we do have to stay long enough. I just sit down with everyone else except for Hope because Hope is with How How. Um, 
looks like it does behoove to at least sit through this whole thing, as um, our thief is someone who owes some funds, and he will be getting his funds from this auction. Hmm. So... Wait. <laughs> so, the person who stole is just here to watch the auction? Yes. Well, it must be entertaining to see the bidding and the money go up and up, even though he's going to be losing a chunk to it. Um, he seems to quite understand that I will most likely be talking to him after this is over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if it's... Huh. This lines up weirdly nicely. If we manage to catch him after... He's going to receive the money, and I'm assuming that money is coming from the gem being auctioned. Well, yes, I, I wouldn't imagine that a portion of it is being given to the guild itself for holding the auction. That's how auction houses tend to work, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, I can but, shake a little bit of money from him in addition to what he just outright owes, but even so, it is... Maybe not the mount needed, unless I take all of it, which, I mean, we can try. He looks pretty scared, and I'll, like, subtly notice, like, turn my head towards it so Amir can see how how scared this person is. He looks What's terrified. Well, I know the person who's likely going to win the auction. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's just a hunch. If this money goes cyclically, as some of it's spent, we're able to get some of the money back. We might be able to smooth things out, get the gem, and not owe as much. Mm, so uh, you know the person who's going to buy it. What do they tend to accept as payment? Cruel things. Uh, and I'm going to telepathically, I'm going to telepathically show uh, Melier and Deirdre, since we're kind of talking out loud, but now um, the image of walk, like how, how walking through the gate and then still moments of when how, how and Amir have swapped in their lives, how it's the same person, but different and uh, play, essentially play in their mind. The last bit of the conversation of essentially like just join me on a little adventure. And I think I'd part with it. Hmm. I don't like how vague those terms are. I don't either, but congratulations, you've met my other half. They're here, then. Right beside Hope. Hmm. Didn't you guys consider him a friend at one point? Well, these two. I'm not sure about your status, considering the complications and custody of body. <laughs> he and I hated each other for a long, long time. And there came a point where we begrudgingly started to need one another and things got really bad. That smoothed out. And there was a weird indifference 
one another for a long time. Even when knowing um, Deirdre and Hope. But when I woke up, uh, I hate to say this, but he's the one that motivated me to get back in my body. Almost like, no, not even almost. He misses me for some reason. He's been waiting. And well, I don't know why. Everyone's complicated. Yes, there are entities that are could be considered just pure and evil, but majority of us have a lot of weirdness. He's never been evil. <laughs> He's always just been chaos. That's why we can't stand each other. <laughs> I... Look, I bend a lot of rules for the sake of the others. And he kind of indicates to Deirdre and, and Hope because a rule I made a while ago is they're my first priority. Other than that, I follow rules to a bit of a fault. How how likes rules to bend and break for rules. Reason. But not all rules are put in place with everyone's well being in mind. Yeah. I'm starting to learn that the hard way. So at this point in time, uh you hear the doors from behind as you see um from the back of the auction house walking up to the front uh all of you would see this emerald dragonborn scales shimmering like like these beautiful green jewels uh carries a bow on his back and walks with a small little green dragon that floats and flutters around his shoulders as he walks all the way up to the front up the stairs and seats uh, himself in one of the chairs up on the stage. The chameleon looking lizard folk steps away from the podium and goes and has a seat on the other stair as another person walks up to the podium. Well, welcome to this auction house night. We will be auctioning off five items uh, and we will be bringing them in shortly. Uh, you are about to be handed out your placards. When you would like to raise a bid, please lift your placard, and we will count your auction vote. Room's kind of quiet around. As you see up and down the aisles, there's these people that come around with these little, like, little wooden sticks with a little, like, piece of, almost looks like, uh, birch bark. Uh, where it has a green gem uh, that's been printed, whether magically or with ink, um, onto the sign, and they get handed out to the people uh, in all of these seats. As when all of these are handed out, we can begin the auction. Our five items listed for tonight will be these. As you can see, uh, there are chests around uh, this this little auction stand 
uh, and two people come over. They're wearing these green vestments with like gemmed up mask and hoods. They come and one by one, they start pulling out. First one is this really ornate looking amethyst. Uh, next one comes out. It looks like this really exquisite piece of malachite that's been carved into this small little animal. Uh, and then, you know, it goes on from there until finally they go to the back where the locked chests are and they open it up and out comes a gorgeous rainbow lit stone, uh, very much like the one Hope carries on the staff. It is lifted up. There's a lot of, oh, wow, kind of in the, in the. Uh, stands from people. Sorry, what what do they do? Oh wow, oh, wow, oh my god, wow. <laughs> and that's just one guy too. It's the same dude from the carnival all the way at the beginning, you know, no ears, no, no face. face or anything. He's back there. Yeah. Like, oh my god, oh, wow. I can't see this, but I get it great. <laughs> and he's facing the back on a yeah. chair backwards. <laughs> um but each item is set back into their perspective little chest. The first one's brought out with the amethyst as it's set next to the podium. Yes, Hope. Um, do I notice from How How and his friend Arthur mm -hmm. which item or items they have interest in? as the items are revealed, would I be able to figure out exactly why they're here? You can roll an insight. Sure. Let's do that. That uh, would be sensible. I'm going to have you roll uh, one insight for Malik Kauhau and one for Arthur. That is a 14 for Malik Kauhau. Okay. And a 12 for Arthur. So, Which kind of tracks, because, you know, Hope's having a day. So it's a little bit difficult to read on both of them. Uh, Arthur's had this odd, like, smirk this entire time he's been there. Uh, and, of course, with how, how he's wearing a mask. Uh, so getting to see any sort of facial expression uh, is very limited. Uh, but with that 14, I will say once the... Uh, tear comes out you would see uh how how's hand kind of shift on his lap just slightly okay um also uh my stone is not currently on my staff uh -huh. uh, it is in my pocket because smart you know so occasionally a brain cell will happen to hope and uh it did um okay yeah <laughs> hope catching the brain cell taking it to the end zone <laughs> <laughs> fucking dropping it oh god not again <laughs> <laughs> the first item of the night here is this amethyst acquired from the horde of rakarth here we have this beautiful stone wonderful yes uh, before the, the, the audition or audition, she, I keep saying audition auction, Phila goes, um, is there any chance like Amir could reach out like telepathically to that voice they heard prior? Yes. 
you could you could absolutely try. Uh, and then I'm also gonna have you roll a perception as well. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I will. I will perceive. Uh, mm, that's a natty one with perception. Uh, but uh, I mean, you're still going to try to reach out to them. Um, so you're a, you're a psionic individual. Yes, indeed. I am. I'm going to come out right and say it. Mm. I am here for the intrigue of watching people bid. Mm. And you are here to make money. Mm. Theoretically, if someone of my psionic talents were listening in on thoughts to increase bids, putting more money in your pocket, would you let that slide? Are you doing persuasion or deception? Um, uh, I think, uh, Amir's being, uh, yeah, I would say, like, persuasion, because, like, uh, yeah, I'm being honest, essentially, of, like, Amir wants to, uh, rack up things, and, yeah, Amir, Amir's not lying, because, like, uh, the outright lie is the fact that, like, uh, he wants people to spend money, obviously, so that, like, there's less for the tier, um, but he is being sincere in the fact that it's like, yeah, like seeing people go buck wild for an auction and using his like ability to detect thoughts for that is like, yeah, he's, he, uh, is being truthful in that regard. The voice comes back and says, listen, if you're going to bring me in more money, then do it. I like you. We should talk after. Absolutely. You, you get this this kind of feeling to where you feel like you're being watched um but with the perception that you did you're not able to tell where it's coming from but you do get the feeling you are being watched okay uh then uh yeah amir's going to um gonna take the classic little coin um oh a blessing thank you bless papa bless a blessing a blessing um uh uh and yeah uh i'm just gonna start flicking the coin that he usually takes between his little thingy tips um and yeah he's gonna flick it um uh and uh yeah as he catches it um i've described a copper coin um uh on one side of the copper coin uh is like a little scarab on the other side uh like a very regal looking scarab and on the other side is a grungy looking cockroach mm. um uh because amir likes bugs um bugs. he likes bug facts bugs. bug facts bugs. bug facts with amir the show after once we're done being traumatized um yeah i'm going to use uh one use of detect thoughts so for the next while like during while this is going essentially Amir's going to be using detect thoughts constantly just to hear like uh, the surface level thoughts because we're in being in an auction room. I don't think anyone's trying to actively hide who might be like, Oh, I want to bid this much sort of thing. Um, so yeah. Uh, the entire goal is just to basically uh, hear the breaking point so that Amir is, is always able to put the paddle down like at least before, just so he's not in hot water, but so he can push people as much as they're able, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. the, the first item up for auction is this amethyst acquired from the horde of Ruckath. Uh the the amethyst is shown all around. 
the starting bid for this will be 3,000. Can I get 31? And then it continues on, continues on. Then Loki jumps off the bed. <laughs> can I, like, try to remember, like, some things about this particular item so that I can try to hype it up? Yeah. Ooh, absolutely. Like by being like as not subtle as possible about it. Yeah. Can I <laughs> can I assist with this by projecting my thoughts to Millier and uh um uh Deirdre so they can hear actively of like basically I'm creating a channel of everyone who's wanting to like auction and stuff and so that they hear this as well to to hype shit up. Yeah, we can start a whisper mm -hmm. campaign between Deirdre and I. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh yeah, yeah, Amir's not as good at that, but Amir is holy shit. We're we're at the casino counting cards right now. I just realized with like the high intelligence characters and stuff and like Amir's whole thing is like, yeah, I'll be our treasurer. Oh my god, and we've got the hype man. This is a heist movie. This is the cool part before we steal stuff. I'm in, baby. <laughs> uh, yes, I am going to say yes to both. Great. What? Are we kidding? You thought I was going to say no? <laughs> Not me. Okay. So I'll do help action for Deirdre's hype man. Okay. Yeah. Are we doing like. So yeah, because do I have to do like history and then performance maybe or like yeah? Like... I was gonna say let's do a history first uh, on the item and then can see what you can get. Okay, wait. I have. To I was gonna say, can I also do? Yeah, I was gonna say, any, Melia and any, I both rock any of the <laughs> any of the four of you can do a history on oh. each item. So Deirdre, I'll give you advantage on perspective, but you're doing flat roll for history because I have really high okay. history. And I yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, my history is not great, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know shit. Um, it's a dirty 20. Ooh. Oh, that was a 16 because I rolled kind of low. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a, I think, wait, what was my thing? Like 12 or something? I rolled like horrible. Yeah, 12. I rolled a seven. I, I rolled a four. Hope, um, did you want to roll uh, for, for a history on this? I mean, I'm a little out of the. You are, the but just, just for just shits and gigs. Just so in case you find out something special. Amir is connecting like hope on like the telepathic channel like as well. Um, because I think Amir would like fill in the hope with like what what's going on, but also Hope's had a bit of a day, so I think Amir sends like a private like mental message of being like, Don't feel pressured for this. We're just doing this to make sure that things are safe with the stone. So if you feel like you you wanna tap in, awesome. But also I know you're talking with someone that you haven't seen in a while, so I won't interrupt you. Two things. One, I rolled an 11. Okay. Uh, and two, you get nothing back from Hope. <clears throat> Ugh. Deirdre, uh, you have heard the name Rakoth. Uh, Rakoth has been known as the Scourge of the North. Uh, it is a dragon that lives towards Malgrim. Uh, apparently this, when they say acquired from the horde of Rakath, uh, this amethyst was acquired from that dragon's horde. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna try to relay that in like the, oh my God. <laughs> you guys ever hear about this fucking, like this fucking dragon named Rakath? Like the fact that this, they stole this from a dragon is from their horde, like. Wait, Rakath is a what? 
No. <laughs> mm -mm. I swear in your eyes the minute, the minute it was said, I swear in your eyes. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Listen, it's like, that's like, that's like so fucking cool. Like, have you ever been? Oh, no. Able to, like, just steal, like, one item from a dragon's horde. Like, shit. They're probably still alive. He's, like, still pretty fucking cool. Like, holy shit. You get to, like, put this wherever you want. See, you stole from a dragon if you wanted to. Like, holy shit. Uh, and just, like, basically go on this little, like, like, quietly, but not, like, that quietly. Like, the, the, just the whispering. Just, like, the, 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 the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is really cool. Especially, like, oh dragons God. have exquisite taste. And it's, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my hope. I'm just gonna also well, help. Chat I heard out. also. What did you hear? What did you hear? What did we hear? We're in suspense. <laughs> we fixed Drew's internet, but now Chad is. <laughs> what did so you hear? Oh, hello. Are oh, you back? You're back. Hi. Are I you? Miss you. Are you back? Was it me that cut out? Yeah. Yes. Oh no! Oh no! You, you oh. literally said, and also, did you know? And then it froze completely, and we were all like, Whoa. "Oh, no, no, no!" So like, you know, that's part yeah. of the intrigue. They're like, "Oh, did you know?" And then they start imagining all the stuff that it could be. <laughs> well, that... mm -hmm. like, so I've heard in the past that treasure that sits in a dragon's hoard for long enough starts getting like special powers and shit. And can you imagine what that might have? How long that might have been in the hoard? What you could possibly be getting that for? But just three thousand gold pieces holy shit that is like... such a steal really mm -hmm. the woman in front of you with the large hair and the gems flicks up her card uh the auction is now uh, as it's been going it's now up to five thousand gold pieces uh <laughs> people are moving and lifting uh and then it finally gets to can we get 75 75 75 75, 75, ah, yes, 70, 76, 76, and then continuing on, I'll never be an auctioneer, so I'm not even going to attempt this, but uh, <laughs> it says, going, going, and gone to Miss Opal of Opal and Sons, the woman in front of you says, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to make friends with this lady. <laughs> I love this lady. Me as a player. Powers. She says, just imagine the things that we could craft this in. Exquisite earrings. <gasps> Enchanted necklaces. Oh, a brooch. Mm. The uh, next, uh, the, the auctioneer goes up. And for our next item, we have this wonderfully carved malachite platypus. Look at it. It's wonderful. Oh, shit on that. Does it come hmm. with a what does it come with the fedora? Is that what they? You don't push. The starting auction for this will be two hundred, two hundred gold pieces, two hundred gold pieces. Oh. Can we hear two fifty? So oh my god, yeah. my rolls are so bad. Are we rolling oh. history now? So once again, Deirdre is like a lover of all kinds of art. Do I know who maybe made this? Have I seen that before? Roll me another history. Yeah, sure. I would also like to roll history. Even if it just ends up being fun, like, like oh, the the platypus represents wealth and, like, you know, like, like all of that What even is the platypus? Uh, 18. Ooh. I'm, like, banking inspo, and I'm, like, do I want, I want to save it. Oh, yeah, you're fine, then. I'm not, I'm not using inspo. I'm, like, yeah. I'm, I'm almost there to ruining Drew's day. Solely because of the doodles. The doodles. 
<laughs> Wait, how many Ispo do we need to ruin Drew's day? Just 10. But just remember, I only need 10 to I'm ruin nine. yours. True. And I'm at six. I don't know how many I'm at. <laughs> I, I genuinely haven't been keeping count, and I'm very concerned. Can we get 250, 250 gold pieces, 250 gold pieces? Ah, yes. 260, 260, 260, 270. And continuing on. Uh, what did we learn about the Platypus? Yeah, what did we learn about as, the Platypus? As you're hearing these bids start going up very slowly, a lot slower than the Amethyst did, uh, you're you're thinking there was an 18, and what did you get, Melier? A dirty 20. Dirty 20. Between the two of you, you don't know who made this uh, exactly. However, you notice the craftsmanship, uh, very lifelike, very detailed. Um, and... Both of you have heard tales of magical trinkets uh, that are carved into animals that could possibly become like familiars and things like that. Uh, so this is possibly one of those types of stones. Oh, wow. how much is on? How much is on the table for this? Uh, currently, it is at two eighty. Two ninety. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to roll that. Ignore that. I mean, you flip up a card. 290! Can we get 300? 300? 300 here? 300? 300? would make such a good familiar. It's so versatile. Don't. <laughs> Telepathically, I'm like saying, oh, no, cut me. it. I actually want to buy <laughs> this. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me that. No, I know. I just got things. impulsive. I did. I got impulsive. I like, look, the information <laughs> about it being a familiar. Look, I'm just... Pickle could use a, a a platypus. I'm just saying it would be really fun. And we have 300 there. Do we have 310? 310? 310? 310! God damn it! <laughs> Do we have 320? 320? 320? Well, going! Going sold to the gentleman. So what did it mean? <clears throat> I'm <Okay>. so poor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Amir gets a little too excited, like gets up and he's like, yes! Platypus! The platypus. <laughs> and he like slinks down into his chair. I don't think I've ever seen a platypus before, so. I haven't either. Is the carving of this good enough that Hope can turn into a platypus after this? <laughs> That's what I want. Bold of you to assume that Hope couldn't turn into a platypus before. True. I don't know or... what type of amazing platypi. Platypi? <laughs> are. are um, in the Underdark, so. We don't know. For our next... It turned into a saber-toothed tiger. True. <laughs> that famous under, under dark denizen, the saber-toothed yeah. tiger. Yeah. yeah, great. Oh, I just realized oh, the pla like Malachite is like a green stone. That's straight up. Oh, that's yeah. that's Perry. That's yeah. Perry the platypus. That's, that's fully. That's fully. I just like we're, we need to give this platypus a fedora at some point. Like it's ever wow. I can't wait to have a familiar just to annoy all of you. Just <laughs> do that over and over now. Annoy me. That's just a familiar. Uh, now I can have two familiar. <laughs> We've had one familiar, yes. Well, and that, about about that our information familiar. is even correct. It could just be a fucking statue, dude. <laughs> it's I can cast identify Look. on it later. Look, and honestly, if I if I had a familiar for every time I've cast find familiar, I'd have two familiars, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that I was able to cast it twice. <laughs> oh my god! Pickle's a platypus now. <coughs> Get 
in the comments. That was funny. <laughs> that was amazing. Incredible. For you the next. Jakey, you can have one of my inspiration die for that. That was that was stellar. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, I'm just gonna throw it out. All four of you can have inspos because this has been great RP so far. Let's go. For the I next item, we have a bloodstone from the Sanguine Oaks. Sanguine Oaks. Sanguine Oaks. And another history check. And <laughs> our auction for this will begin at 1,000 gold pieces. Uh, another histories? Oh, that's another that's natural 20, Drew, for 29. 29. Yes, totally. I'm gonna roll it for fun, total. but yeah, I'm rolling. I'm rolling butts today. I mean, it's just not the history guy, but he's still passing around the telepathic information about people, how much money they're gonna be spending. Yeah. So this is something we've talked about before, Luna. Uh, that it's always gonna be interesting with a character with high history, who's never been to this plane of existence before and yeah. knowing everything. It's pretty impressive. So, Melier. I mean, I hear I hear a lot of shit in my stories. You hear all the stories. All the stories. Okay. Yeah. And also I have access to like my patron's whole library that's like extremely magical, like, you know. Wikipedia. Absolutely. Absolutely. Melier, play Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, please. I play it, but it's not well done. My performance is not that great. So, <laughs> with uh, that history of a 29, uh, you have heard stories of the Sanguine Oaks. Uh, this is an area in Dacus, uh, somewhat towards the north, uh, which is ruled by vampires. Uh, this stone is from a vampire castle, most likely, uh, and it is a bloodstone. Uh, when you look at it, when you think of bloodstones, you think of, like, this green stone with, like, flecks of red in it. However, this one is very much ruby in appearance, and it appears to have liquid inside of it as well. So, question for you, Drew, for my clarifications. Is the lure of this stone simply that it comes in a from a place that no one survives getting to, or is are they actually rare, if that makes sense? Uh, both. Uh, so, both. yeah, not many people can tell the tale of going to the Sanguine Oaks and surviving. Uh, and then also it is a very rare stone. Uh, so the auction starts at uh, 1,000 gold pieces and it begins to continue without any, you know, help from y'all to begin with. It's already at 3,000 uh, and it's working its way up. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to listen to thoughts and see if he can start raising bids and whatnot just to get more people pumped. Uh, you, with this information you first hear the thought of opal the one that was in front of deirdre and you hear mm -hmm. inside her man she says that would make a lovely little thing for my neck oh could you imagine vampire bloodstones <laughs> that would be glorious look at that we could sell that in the shop mm, i would love that you move over to a different voice and it's like i hate vampires so much I would never fucking buy this stone. Fuck vampires, man. You're sure there's probably a story to go with that at some point in time, but immediately you switch over to another one. It's like, I do like the red of that one. That red is in a wonderful color. I mean, have you ever seen? And it's like, it starts going into this conversation with someone else. 
Um, <laughs> Amir's just changing channels like, nope, boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you're listening to, through uh, different thoughts, uh, roll a perception real quick. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, man, my rolls today are garbage. Thanks, D&D Beyond. That's 11. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're just going through the different voices. Yes, Hope. Um, watching all of this play out, I'm assuming that Arthur's not really bid on anything. Arthur has not bid on a single thing, nor has Malik How How. Um... I'm going to try the trick that Garth taught me to try and encode a thought. Because I'm very aware that this was something that I tried to learn under pressure, so I don't know if I can do it yet or not. If Loki has anything to say about this, I think it's a yes. <gasps> oh, my boy! <laughs> That's his new angel. dramatic spot to look out the window. I love it. I love his drama. I'm here for it. Get out of the window! <laughs> no, let him enjoy it. No, the window! It's a second. It's a second Get story. It's a second story window, and I don't want him to break it and fall out. Oh. <laughs> he is a ninety-pound dog, and he could do that. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, yes. So yeah, so I would like to roll me just... in Arcana. Oh god, this was a terrible idea. This was a a 12 and i'm gonna guidance myself because i can do that you can so that's a 15 total 15 dum -da -dum. i have to show this oh. i have to oh. show this oh oh, oh. so oh. that's a that's a zero right yeah. and hold on that's a double zero you have encoded a thought Oh. oh my god. I don't think I've ever seen anyone roll that. Incredible. Amazing. Okay, I, yeah, I encode a thought. And I kind of, like, look at it for a moment. And then I offer it to Malik Howhow. Oh, what is this? He holds it up. This is one of those little brain things that Amir does. And you're doing it now? That's wonderful. Look at you learning magic. Magic that's not your own. I do believe. I am impressed. I did something today. Oh. Well, let me take a look. Oh, uh, no. The memory that he holds is the memory that of, of Hope killing someone. Oh, you see him set it down in his lap. I'm very proud of you. Look at you go. You've grown <laughs> so much since I've last saw you. You know, it's been 300 years for me that I've seen your wonderful little, and he goes to like squish your face, your wonderful little squishy face. But for you, that must have been, what, a day, two? Also, I know this is late, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very much just like... 
Hope is so <laughs> boopable. Is this something you're proud of? As in the background, you just hear, Can I get 4,500? 4,500? 4,000? And then he's just in the side there. He's like, Is this something you're proud of? It was only a day, maybe two. I thought you were gone for good. I thought I was gone for good. <laughs> when Amir went through that portal and I was flung back to the past, I had to start all over again. And let me tell you hope. It was rough without you and Deirdre. I mean, not so much, but I grew to miss him too. You changed the mask. Do you like it? It's different. <laughs> well, my family seems to like it. Is it a big family? It is rather big. Uh, a family is spread all throughout this continent. And they wear masks too. Not by choice, but if they want to, they can. I saw one. Found one of the masks. Oh. Kept it for a, for a little while. Did you bring it back? I'll pay you for it. It broke. That's a shame. Can I get 5,500? 5,500? 5,500 for this? <laughs> As it continues. <laughs> oh, just look at the liquid quality in that gem, so it really like, creates a depth. Uh Kristen, oh. if you have this gem, you can like tell people you straight up slaughtered a vampire and like turn their blood into a fucking gem. Also, like oh. a lot of vampires just really think the blood inside this type of gem is delicious. Mm. It can get you out of a bind sometimes. Oh, I would suck that gem absolutely try. I think it looks fantastic. I like it. <laughs> there it is. Uh-huh. Uh the stone is beautiful. Some people forget to mention that. <laughs> Uh, Opal, the one sitting in front of you lot, uh, she turns around real quick and she's like, do you, do you really think it's worth it? Oh, definitely. Like, not, doesn't work with my particular color palette as I'm very much gray and purple. But, you know, if it did, I would be all for it. I could find the right person to buy this. Almost definitely. Red is such just a luxurious color. People will be fawning over it. <laughs> very well. 10,000 gold pieces. <laughs> the, the auctioneer stops for a second. 10,000 gold pieces. Can we get 10,500, 10,500? It goes on for We're just a second. We're scarily good at this. <laughs> goes on for a second. And then he says, going, going, gone to Miss Opal again. She's like, <laughs> this lady is rich. <laughs> you hear this like very like, Pompous, just. <laughs> oh, leave here with uh, such a great collection. Look at me go. That lady's cheating. I wanted the bloodstone. 
It's called being rich, this darling. This room is full of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> this auction's so fun. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> uh, goodness gracious. Amir uh, reading everyone's thoughts. What's on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this lady's inner thoughts. That's what I want. <laughs> She wants to make it into a vampire necklace thing. She was like going off like she wants to sell all these things. Her yeah. thoughts are like, yeah, she really likes rocks. Oh, no, she's a rich lady who really likes rocks. Oh, fuck. I mean, if I could afford all the pretty shinies, I also would want all the <laughs> Guys, we're here for a really fancy rock. This lady does nothing but collect rocks. We're fucked, guys. But we're hoping we extend her budget. Because it seems then, like she's yeah, more angry for Yeah, we're burning through her budget. And and <laughs> it seems she's more interested in making these for pieces and jewelry. So something with that much magic and put into it is not... Like, yeah, it'll be an allure, but it won't be something that she needs needs compared to other people. Mm. Be a display be fine. piece yeah, for the center of her shop, probably. Yeah. Oh, well, there's that. <laughs> Just oh. decor. She'd have to up her shop security. It's this is part one of the heist. <laughs> yeah, honestly, maybe we do. You know what we should have done? We should have let her buy it and then stolen it from. So we should have done. For our next item, we have this absolutely stunning, stunning, stunning fire opal recovered from the beaches to the north. Where I won't tell you, but look at it. And he like shines it a little bit and you can see like this, this, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's not opulescence. It's, it's something along that, that iridescent. Yeah. So it's just something along those terms, uh, and kind of holds it there for a moment. <laughs> some, <laughs> some, 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 uh, something what a gemologist would know what it's called, you know? I don't know. Uh, but well, like, buy the fucking rocket guy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's a good rock. It's an opal. Uh, but holds it up and he says, uh, this starting bid will start at 50,000. 50,000 gold pieces. 50,000. Also, uh, that's a 22 on history. Ah, uh, yes. And gold. Uh, dirty 20. 20. Oh, good, good. I got a 14. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. The one stone I just improved. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. I mean. Yeah, tell us all about this, this stone. the highest of the primordial plane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's a mermaid's tear. It's yeah. the Regina George of stones. Like, everyone's got a story about it and none of them are true. Yeah. Uh, this stone here, uh, looks very fancy. Uh, it's actually worthless. It's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, goodness. None of you are from this material plane. So this makes this fun. Um, trying to explain how you would know about this. Uh, it's mentioned to the far north is where this came from. Uh, you all have seen maps of the far north uh the furthest north island would be astavon island where mount trial is uh and with that uh i would say with the nat 20 and the 22 uh from our two underdark peeps 
you know opals are mined from rock and stone, uh, and uh, they can be found uh, in the Midnight Zone, which is where both of you are from, uh, deep down. So this stone in particular uh, would have been from the northern Underdark, uh, underneath of Mount Shrael and Estevan Isle. Uh, its worth is exactly what it's been auctioned for, uh, and so anything that's gained from this is perfect. However, both of you would also know that uh, with this stone, uh, it had to be stolen, and it seems like all of these auction items have been stolen at some point in time from someone. Uh, so this is a good fencing location. So that would be the knowledge you would get with a nat 20 and a 22 on this item. I look up and realize one of the signs. British National History Museum? <laughs> <laughs> so, someone crawls through the window. Hey, I want one of them gift Yankee eggs. Are there any here? <laughs> 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 Anyway, <laughs> uh, there we go. Got some water in me. Uh, so yes, agua, agua. It starts off at uh, fifty thousand gold pieces, uh, and you all can do your thing as it quickly raises up to sixty, sixty-five, and now we're almost at eighty thousand gold pieces in this auction. Can I just make something up? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, this uh, doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, we we were doing like pretty good just with like just saying stuff, but I think it'd be funny if just like it's like, well, actually, it's like you know I hear that fire opals are made from like the water that seeps into like lava and stuff, and it creates just like layers of like rainbow that goes like beneath it, and you could just break it open and create like a hundred little. Can you roll me a deception? The thing that's funny is that's true of actual fire opals. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't see how this is. Uh, also, Deirdre believes this to be a fact. It's that's fair. Can, or and it's just misinformed. Pers persuasion or deception. I will allow both. Can I assist uh, with this by telepathically connecting with anyone Deirdre's uh, talking to and giving them like visual images of like sparks and like pictures in their head of just like of this like just making it really beautiful behind their eyes. Yeah. That's a 30 yeah. if it's persuasion. God damn it. Oh, what? <laughs> you are. I have expertise in persuasion. You are bankrupting yeah. this woman in front of you. Princess strikes again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you are bankrupting this woman in front of you. Uh, <laughs> as it's a current fight between her and there's another gentleman on the other side that keeps every time she makes a bid, he throws up the sign. And they're going back I and mean, forth, and she's make like, her money back. She says, "I will have that stone. My name is Opal, and I will have it." She throws uh, it up again. Keep the ridge. <laughs> Wait, with uh, with with the the detect thoughts and stuff. What is the threshold the two of them are thinking of of like where they'll stop? Uh, Opal doesn't really have a threshold. Uh, she's just in it to win it. She's she's there. She doesn't. They'll go into debt over this. Okay, uh, then Amir's gonna Amir's gonna basically keep doing that connected thoughts with Opal until uh just the surface thoughts until the second that uh, Opal has like a thought of like ooh I need to start like backing down. Amir's just gonna go buck wild for this. 
Okay. Uh, the auction is now, they're at 120,000 gold pieces, 130. And then they finally make it to 170 before Opal and, if you're picking up the thoughts of the other gentlemen, are kind of like, we're kind of both at our hitting point. Like, this is, this is getting too much. Opal is currently winning where this guy is just sitting there just like and it's about to get to the going going gone uh it says can i get 180,000 gold pieces 180,000 gold pieces you see the guy he's hesitating he really wants to pick up that sign amir's gonna softly say out loud because you said opal's right in front of us mm -hmm. and amir's just gonna go man just uh, if it's truly the the heart of a fire elemental uh, i I need it. You're right, conscience. 200,000! <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy... Too steep for my pockets. The guy <laughs> the guy's <laughs> lifting up the other one, and he just... He puts it down in defeat. Says, What a surprise! Miss Opal has <laughs> won this one again! Congratulations, Miss Opal. Is this limited money? Like, I just really want it. Uh, oh, she maybe. She uh, she leans back and she says, "I never lose an auction." Well, she really came in to buy every item. Uh, I'm gonna I'm Honestly, gonna lean I'm in because of... she's saying that and uh, say like, "Well, you best hope there's not a stone that I I want after this." Oh. I'm gonna I'm competitive. I'm gonna get one. Oh, well, good luck. Hey, Amir, would you say that you're leaving no stone unturned? <laughs> hey! <laughs> also, Amir's uh, going to telepathically connect with the, the person above again. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. They're just going to get a... <laughs> like a high just five? A high five. Yep, I'm just high-fiving the person just telepathically. High five. <laughs> this is all wonderful and all, as you hear the voice in your head. Make this next one count. As... The auctioneer holds I'm up. I'm gonna pass that on to my friends. The auctioneer holds up this glorious stone. Here we have a. He stops for a moment. He looks over. A tear of Rika. Uh, this stone here has magical properties, <laughs> of which. Wait, if we can get this lady to buy it and then make friends with her and steal it, we're great. of which we Bye. could do. Um, this is the Tier of Rika. Its opening auction is 100,000 gold pieces, 100,000 gold pieces. You two can have this immediately, Arthur. He says 200,000. 200,000 oh. gold pieces, 200,000 gold pieces. Looks how, like how? someone else is challenging you. <laughs> I'll say um, I'm gonna use an inspo on on. I might burn through a lot of inspo here, but I want to roll a history on this now that I can see it in person. Okay, that's pretty good. That's okay. That's okay. Twenty four. Twenty four. Uh, from and in as as you're doing this, you can see like Miguel is sitting in the seat, jittery. Lunara, who is also sitting with you, the the um the cleric. Also getting very jittery at the sight of this. Um, with the history, you've been told this is a stone of resurrection. It can bring people and things back from the dead. Uh, it has immense power. It is literally a tear of a god. Uh, its capabilities are near limitless. Uh, however, 
With a 24, you have a feeling this may be a one-time use stone. Hmm. Um. Amir is... Oh, God. They say it's a tier of Rika, yes? Mm -hmm. specifically. specifically. Do they say, like, what do they say specifically it has the capabilities to do? They don't. They just says it has magical capabilities. I'm going to... Oh, this is... Amir's about to do the most heinous thing. Oh, God. I'm going to say to Deirdre and only Deirdre telepathically, pass around that it has resurrective properties and trust me to do the rest. Just trust me. I mean, okay. I told you guys I had resurrective property. Oh, no, I know, but no one else here in the room seems to know that. Oh. I want everyone to know. I hope. Yeah. I hope you look and see Malik look, like, give you, like, a head nod as he raises up the thing. You hear 250,000. <laughs> What a dick. What an absolute fuck. He's literally here for playing, what's it called, Wheel of, uh, not Wheel of Fortune, uh, goddamn, uh, The Price is Right. That's what he's, every time his buddy is like, oh yeah, 300,000, 300,001. <laughs> like, what an absolute prick. Oh, and it's exactly what he'd do. Uh, Opal, in front of you, she hesitates for a second. She says, uh, in, in reading her thoughts, uh, Amir immediately say, I must have it. <laughs> 260,000. <000. laughs> and immediately, Arthur, 300,000. You see how I'll look over to you, Hope? I put my hand on his arm for a second. Oh. Not the arm with the paddle. I, oh. imagine, I imagine that I sat on last night and the paddle's on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the paddle uh, like goes. If he up. wants to keep going, yeah. he can fucking keep going, but I'm just going to put my hand on his shoulder and lean in and say. If you'd asked, you could have had one. Three hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, is Deirdre passing around the resurrection stuff? Yeah, yeah, she's gonna be like, like, oh my god, I've like seen that before. Did you know that like you could basically resurrect like anybody? Like, the highest level clerics can barely do this kind of thing. If there's somebody you love, somebody you hate that you wish to bring back from the dead, wow. You could just from, do like that. That's crazy. From behind you, there is someone in these white robes with a copper mask that covers their face in a hood. 400,000. Oh, no. <laughs> Raises it up. Uh... With Detect Thoughts, every single person Deirdre speaks to, because I can hear their surface thoughts, mm -hmm. anyone they think of for a moment, a split second, any names, imagery, or anything of anyone that they would resurrect, Amir's going to telepathically put images of their like dead loved ones and how they could bring them back in their head. Perfect. Uh, for this one in Such particular, <laughs> I I know. I that's why I said, oh no, Amir's gonna do something vile, and this is that vile thing because Ooh. the whole time we've been doing this, um, this is just yup. 
for anyway. this this one in particular with the copper mask uh you get a quick glance of a very handsome man uh with red uh irises and a small drip of blood that comes down the face mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. for opal when you read her thoughts she doesn't want it to resurrect anyone she wants the stone. She could centerpiece, honestly. <laughs> uh, if I you like how it makes light colorful. If you go to focus on Arthur and Malik, you can't see into their thoughts at the moment. Oh, I'm gonna. Then I want Malik to roll a fucking wisdom saving throw against me. And he's baned. So that's a D4 off of that. I'm reading that fucker's mind. One second. Before you say the results, I need to check something. Hope, with your passive perception, you look down at the arm you've grabbed onto, and you look down at How How's hand. He has a very interesting-looking ring on. This ring has a small, almost looks like a brain that sits on top of it. What a prick. As you try to get into his thoughts, Amir, nothing comes through silvery barbs question answer do I know what this ring is you could roll an arcana given the neighbors that we had in the underdark mm. is what I'm thinking that is a 15. Wait. No, it's not a 15. Guidance. Guidance yourself. It's an 18. Um, you have heard tales of rings like this, uh, and you're pretty sure you know what it is. With an 18, you believe this to be a ring of mind shielding. Gonna take his hand. And I would like to use sleight of hand. Okay. Yes! I'm saving yes! myself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh he's gonna roll for a perception. I'm gonna use Minus a D4, he's got he's got bang. And if he succeeds, I will silvery barbs him. <laughs> I am going to use two inspiration because I rolled the same thing twice, and that is just heartbreaking. That's much better. There we go. All right. And oh, minus shit. a D4, you say? No, you know what? Fuck you, Drew. I'm using all ten of my inspo. <laughs> Never mind, I get to keep it. Got for this fucking session. <laughs> For the what? audience who doesn't know this girl, Drawing it's, doodles it's, after pays off like kids Draw some for your DM Okay So uh, For those listening in and those watching My players get inspirations When you hit 10 uh, You can use that either towards a magic item Or if you want something in particular To happen uh, That is a thing that can happen And our wonderful Jacob here has used the 10 inspirations to aid Hope 
in getting this ring off. With a d4, minus 4 would be a 14 for perception. With the 10 inspos on there, that's automatically going to be a nat 20 on Hope's side. You gently slide off this ring. When you do, something happens. Uh-oh. As you watch as <gasps> he holds onto his chest <gasps> and leap falls back into the chair. His head falls back. The mask falls off and you see a face of a tiefling. Pick up the mask. This auction is on hold for the moment. The stone itself is placed immediately into the locked chest. Arthur looks over immediately to you, Hope. What just happened? What just happened? I don't know. I'm just going to get up and walk over. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. Oh. Fuck! As he leans over. Ask? And he's looking over this. He's attempting to do a medicine check. I'm going to step back. Just a little bit away from him. I'm going to turn to Amia. And that little sad crying face. Completely gone. As I hand you the mask. And the ring. Are we, do we still have a telepathic link going right now? Mira? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Is this someone we want to live or not? I don't know about the tiefling, but... <sighs> I'm not I hope this works, because I miss this asshole too. And I'm putting the mask on my face. You put the mask on your face? Nothing happens. It's just a mask. Open. Fuck, God. I'm going to put the ring on. Okay. Okay. You slide the ring on, and as soon as you do, you feel this course of energy into your body. <gasps> You fucking dick. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> uh, Amir genuinely goes... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dick. As Arthur is over there and you watch as this arcane energy in his hand lights up as he punches into the chest of this tiefling... You watch this arcane energy pulse through. You hear a... Steve Lean's looking around. Where am I? Immediately, Arthur's eyes are locking onto you, Hope. 
What have you done? Arthur grabs this tiefling by the chest and starts pulling him out of the auction house. Who's your friends, Malik? I'll put the ring back on, but you've got a lot of explaining to do really quickly. God damn it. I need you to get somewhere private. How private? And this is mentally too. Yeah. yeah. Private. As you roll an insight real quick. Yeah, sure. Um, Cause yeah, uh, basically Amir's asking like, do we go out in the hallway or am I asking to use the coin? Uh, my insight's not great. Oh, now you want to roll okay D&D Beyond? Yeah, that's fine. Sure, why not? Why Why not? Just roll me, roll, roll that. And then, uh, yeah, with a plus zero, that's an 18. I guess plus one, cause I, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, amen. <laughs> I'm blessed, amen. Uh, you get the sense that uh, you know there are listening ears, even psychically, mm. currently. And that is where we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in five minutes. Woo! <laughs> See you soon. Alive, we're back. We all did what we had to do. And that was crazy. That was a crazy auction so far. So far, Opal has won almost everything at this auction. I'm cheering Opal on. Uh, as uh, she is Mrs. Money Pockets. Um, and also, you know, uh, I don't know if you missed it in the first half chat, but uh, I'm just. Uh, how, how his body just fell apart kind of uh so that was fun uh so mm -hmm. now uh we are at the point where uh how how uh telepathically is speaking to amir saying we have to get out of here this is a ring of mild sh mind shielding yes give me back to my fucking body please I'm aware this is a ring of mind shielding. Yes, 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 yes Meaning, then I don't have to speak to you telepathically as uh, Amir's going to drop the telepathic and just speak to how how like mentally uh, because if my mind's shielded, I would be able to just communicate. And if it's shielding uh, my you mind from being the red. smart one of the two of us. <laughs> All right. What? What do you need? Can you get me back to who? the body, please? Yeah. But you're going to answer some questions. First off, the adventure. What the fuck was that and why were you being so vague? I just wanted to show you a thing. That's it. You wanted to take us to the Midnight Vale, didn't you? Mm, I, maybe that sounds yeah. like a good... Uh, it would be... Uh, you would be perfectly safe. Um, Perfectly safe? Yes. I, I saw it. 
I was gonna let you all see it. Yes, and we all just see it and what, just walk away? Yes. Man, you were right. I am the smart one of the two of us. All right, next question. What do you want with the stone? What do and you I know it's not gold. What do you think I want? Of course I want a fucking body that's my own. That's, that's it. You just want a body that's it's your own. It's a one-time fucking use. I have been in someone else's body for almost 400 fucking years. I just want my own mind, my own body. Is that too much to fucking ask for? What's that worth to you, friend? It's worth that goddamn stone. <sighs> there is a person with us that owes a very great debt for that stone because they want to bring back a loved one. However, I don't know this person. And as much as I hate to know, no, rather hate to admit this, you being here for 300 years means you have a lot more at your disposal than I do. Meaning I need you. How much gold can your friend put forward for this stone? Because that one person here, Opal, seems to be carrying so much fucking coin. I mean, at least probably five, six hundred. And maybe we could just convince the old bat not to buy it. You know, a little nudge here, nudge there, tell it to fuck off, you know. We could do it. Do you recognize the person in the bronze mask who also seems to want the stone? Yes. Uh, that there is one of those uh, sanguisanctorum fucks. I don't know. They're, they're vampires that hate other vampires. I don't Great. Not only am I 300 years behind you, you use words like sanguis sanctorum casually in fucking conversation. Time travel, it's a crazy thing. Ooh, you feel these like <laughs> incorporeal I think, uh, Amir, hands. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Amir unintentionally does that and goes, stop it. Um, uh, <laughs> Fine. We will get you a body. But this comes with some conditions. Name them. Deirdre and Hope. I don't. I don't know how long they're going to stick around and you're offering to for them to join you if they accept please take care of them of course actually I'll take, take care of them fair yeah 
I knew, I knew exactly what you were going to say. We've had this conversation before. Listen, all I want is a little bit of unity in the world. Is that too much to ask? When you say unity, are you saying unity like holding hands? Or are you saying unity like I think you mean? Like the thing that I felt when we first connected. Like everyone has the same consciousness unity. I mean, it's what my god wants. Oh my fucking god. Exactly. Uh, that's not what I meant. Oh. Look. Who joins you? and is enamored with you is your business. But one way or another, whether it is through gold so they can have a day of fucking peace, or it is through getting them somewhere where they are, are comfortable for an hour or even a couple days, something, whatever they need, just do something for them. Cause I can't, I can't seem to do fucking anything for them. And I need your help. Please. Listen, I have a lot at my disposal, as you said. Whatever you need, Amir. Just get me back in my fucking body. Amir's gonna walk over to the tiefling. As Arthur's dragging him away. Can I see the tiefling? I suppose you can't do anything worse than your friend already did. That was my doing. Well, I have the pleasure of thanking you, I suppose. Has Malik ever mentioned someone named Amir? Yes. Nice to meet you. My name's Amir. I'm going to put the ring on the tiefling's finger. Put the ring on. Tiefling looks down at it. No, 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 no. Is actively trying to pull it back off. Uh, I'm so sorry. And Amir's going to. Oh God. How healthy does this individual look? Um, uh, not. Mm, roll of medicine. <laughs> That's an eight. Even with an eight, uh, not doing great. Yes, hope. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. On my screen, your hand was outside of the visual range because uh -oh. I'm not looking up at the Discord. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Sorry, my bad. Um, have I caught any of that? I realize <laughs> quite a lot of it is telepathic, but like in uh, terms of what you are now about to try and do, have I caught um, I'm going to say intent? no, uh, because you turned off the telepathy, uh, telepathy just to speak okay. through the ring, correct? I mean, yes, but Hope would all see the ring going on. And Arthur's holding the tiefling, and I'm assuming Arthur knows it's about to come next. Amir is behind the tiefling and has them held like this. 
Um, I'm gonna shoot off a uh, guiding bolt. Who you hit? At, at who? At who? Third level guiding bolt at Ooh. the tiefling. Roll to hit. Ooh, I don't think that's gonna hit. That's an eleven. I mean, if he's, he has no armor. I was gonna say he's grapple. He's restrained, so um, yeah, no, that's, that's advantage, isn't it? That's gonna hit. Hey, hey, oh, Drew, oh, can I have oh, a soul? No. Can I have a soul? <laughs> Uh, it's gonna go into the ring. That's it is gonna go. Well, into that's the ring. can I interfere and grab it before it goes into the ring? Because then it's just a free body. <laughs> I'm gonna have you roll a dexterity <laughs> to get over to it in enough time. Because because technically, uh, Amir, Arthur, and this Tiefling are towards the back of the auction house, and you're in the middle of it. So you're about thirty feet away. I mean. Can I just cast Misty Step? <laughs> you could do that. You could do that. You could do that. I feel like In that's many, worth that. You said 30 feet. <laughs> you, I did, I did. I did say that. Um, <laughs> uh, I just... I just want a soul, pretty please. <laughs> just, so, okay, we're going to do this in time. We're going to do this in time. Arthur's holding this. Amir's holding the tiefling, ready to just murder. Uh, you see this guiding bolt, as you also see this this warforge just in front. The guiding bolt hits. You hear the as. How are you collecting the soul? Are you using a supplied item? Yes. Okay. A supplied them. A supplied them. Uh, you pull out. You pull out <laughs> pull of your out. pouch a soul coin. I would like to pull out, huh? A soul coin. Yes. A what? A soul coin. As you do, you flick the back and hit the ball skull on the head, as it lets out this ring like a tuning fork. And as it does, you just see this into it. The eyes on the, the skull on the back of the soul coin light up red for a moment and then seal back up. You have collected the soul. As you do, the ring slides on. You immediately, uh, you feel at your side. Do you still have the mask with you? Uh, yeah, I do. And I'm assuming I'm putting it on. The, immediately. The yeah, yeah. Immediately, you also feel uh, Malik's hand back on the thing you hear it <gasps> so sorry everyone so sorry about that i'd oh my old achy heart uh, sorry we can continue the auction now it says all right i owe you as he walks back to the front arthur just gives you this look with a smirk on his face as he follows haha back up um I think Amir is standing this like taller than he has like in the entire campaign. Just hearing the fact that like uh how how genuinely saying uh or Malik rather uh saying he owes him one. Amir mouths to himself. I fucking won. Anyway. 
so Malik's uh, deception at my old achy heart was a nat 20. Uh, <laughs> of course it was. Why wouldn't it be? So, yeah, good old. Uh, and uh, so, hold on. Let's see. So that was a 38 on deception. So let's go. Uh, as everybody in the auction kind of sits down, Deirdre, uh, this whole time, Hope's been looking back at you and said, oh, this is quite exciting. Nothing like this has ever happened at the auction before. Maybe that stone is bad luck. Except for that one time, the guy tried to steal the stone off the, the front and oh, it erupted into chaos. It was lovely, though. It was so fun to watch. Are you not bidding today? Yes, Hope. I was going to wait till that conversation was done. No, I don't think I am. Very well. More for me. As she kind of like sits back in her seat, she has her little placard at the ready. Um, are the doors still closed? Yes. Or did they get they they they, the they were about to open before this whole kerfuffle happened? Okay. If you can uh, call it that. <laughs> is Amir headed back to his seat? I believe uh, so. Yeah, Amir is... I think Amir is, like, standing up, and he's like, nice. Turns around, and I think based on, like, uh, seeing everybody's general reactions to him thus far, uh, is going to just, like, walk on the outskirts and go sit down. Uh, I will walk up to where you're sat and I will hand you something and then I'm going to go and sit at the back, the very back by the wall. In your hand is the Tira Breaker. Which one, Hope? Oh, Hope's Tira Breaker. <laughs> you would know the difference. Oh yeah, no, I know, but that's why I clarified because I was like, if that during the chaos you're just like strutting on by <laughs> yummy candy, <laughs> it's mine now. I'm good. I'm not that good. I yeah. turned into um, a cat to get this. Meow. <laughs> a cat um, bangle. No, 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 no. It's 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 hopes. Amir is going to get up and go to the back. Why are you giving this to me? No response. We resume the auction then. The auction has started. We were last at 400,000 gold pieces for Arthur. Can I get 450,000 gold pieces? You immediately see Opal. Mm. Yes, please. As she puts down her hand, he's like, 410,000. We know numbers here. We're an auction house. God damn it. Numbers are hard, guys. Numbers are hard. Numbers are super hard. Uh, and this continues on for a moment as the bids keep going up. Um, and it seems the three players, uh, the the vampire in the back has stopped. Uh, doesn't have that sort of money. 
Uh, however, now it seems to be in a bidding war between Arthur, Opal, and Malik. These numbers. So do we want them to get it? Do we not want them to get it? Because it seems a lot just happened. <laughs> uh, oh no, you're whispering that? Never mind then. I'm whispering that to Deirdre. <laughs> you turned off them telepathic connected. Because so. you, you moved to the back of the room, so I don't think you're yeah. Oh, I have I have a 60 foot like radius in here. The room is like 60. Yeah, Drew said 60 turned feet. turned it off so. when you talk to How How. Oh, like, mm. yes, like turned off like speaking to how how in that way because i was just thinking that i still have the oh, channel but everyone else hey. okay yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay yeah, so yeah, yeah. you want your frenemy to get the stone do we not want them to get the stone let's yes i want them to get the stone um if you want opal to drop out of it just mention the fact that the stone will fall apart after one use uh because it seems she's interested in the decadence and the... Oh, I was just going to say it's bad luck. Look how the poor guy almost fell and had a heart attack when he started bidding hmm. for it. <laughs> Makes sense. It's, worth it. it's as you're leaning over and saying this, Lunara leans up behind you and says, I don't care what happens. We, I just gave my soul away for the stone, so we need to figure out who's getting it because I need it. We are working on who's going to get it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's a you problem. 470,000. As Arthur raises up and Malik immediately. 490. And continues on. Opal's like, 500,000. I really hope no one else has a heart attack. Maybe that stone has some bad luck on it. Yeah, uh, how much is this worth to you? The stone? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just communicating this to everyone, even though hope is currently non-verbal. I know what it's like to be trapped in a body that isn't yours. And I know what it's like to want something of your own. How How is going by Malik now? And Malik wants their own body. So it is worth a lot. And... You guys can, if you feel obligated to this farmer and this priestess who want to bring a god back that will disturb the balance of things, that's your guys' choice. I... If Malik gets a body, Malik will be able to help each of you. I don't know what that all means fully, but... You want them whole again? Yeah. They've already survived this long without me. So they might as well get the thing they've wanted since we were connected. 
I'm just gonna like lean forward to Opal and be like, you know, I've been like looking at that from this far away and I think there's a few cracks in it already. Hmm. Well, you haven't led me astray so far on my ventures. Uh, roll a persuasion at advantage. Uh, that is a natural 20. So, that's a 31. Yeah, We've she... a lot yeah. of 20s this app. <laughs> we love to see it. Um, she leans back and says, I suppose you're right. I've always, I've already gotten everything I need out of this. And what's a stone that's only going to crumble after its first use, you know? Do me this, darling. When we're out of here, come visit me up in the Vakel district in the market. You can't miss it. It's glorious. Opal and Sons. It's my guild hall. Come visit. I will do that. Such a dear. The bidding continues. They're up to 570. And uh, Arthur goes to put up... Like, he gives this look over to how... how um, Hope, with your passive perception, even from the back, you'd notice this, like, look over as he raises up his hand. 600,000. You see how I hesitate for a minute. These two look at each other for a moment, almost in like this test of will of who's going to outbid the other. It's almost like a game of poker, trying to see who's bluffing. They seem to know each other pretty well. But maybe they don't know what each other is going to use the stone for. And Malik lifts up his sign. Six hundred eighty thousand. See Arthur sit there for a moment, recline back into the chair for a moment, now lifting by the paddle back up. You hear the auctioneer six hundred eighty thousand, six hundred eighty thousand. Can we get six hundred ninety? Six hundred ninety. Going, going, gone. Sold to Sir Malik. You see Arthur looks over to Malik, sets his hand on his shoulder, and then walks over to the portal on the northwest side and steps through. That concludes the auction for the evening. Thank you all for coming. Do remember, do not report this to the gods or we will have you killed. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Please keep your hands, eyes, and ears, and feet inside the ride at all times, or we will fucking butcher you. I swear to God, if you make a fucking sound without my say-so, I will pull your ears off. I'm talking to you, Jerry, you son of a bitch. The guy in the back with no face was like... <laughs> Is that what happened to him? <laughs> he talked about Fight Club. 
Um, the doors open uh, to the south as you see people getting up for the chairs. Some people looking a little bit sad, uh, a little disgruntled. A uh, couple, couple pissed off looks over at Opal. Uh, apparently, this Opal's is a queen. common thing for Opal to do. Um, and people start making their way out. Uh, and as they do, Opal comes back to you, Deirdre, and says, My darling, I never got your name. Um, you didn't. What might I call you? Um, you can call me... This anticipation is killing me. <laughs> the Antissa. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> Reconnecting. <laughs> you, can, you can call me dear. Oh, a lovely name. I love that. Like I said, come visit me. I'll, I'll have a little something for you set aside. You've been quite helpful. And I appreciate it. Glad I could help. Yeah, good evening to you. As she stands up and starts walking out uh, over towards the north doors uh, where there are multiple um, members of this guild who are standing at these northern doors. Uh, it appears uh, she's waiting there for something, uh, most likely to offer her payment and receive things. Uh Malik comes walking down and is actively looking. Malik stops by you, Deirdre and Melier. Uh, where did the other two go? Thank you kindly. As he starts meandering and making his way over to Amir and Hope. I tell Amir, I'm coming. Um, while he's walking, uh, Amir's going to, uh, Amir's going to hold out his hand and it's going to glow like the spell in Code Thoughts to hope and five seconds, please. You can keep the stone or do whatever. It's your decision after I just five seconds. puts a hand up. Um, as Amir and Hope connect uh, hands, DM, is it okay if I paint a word picture being a fellow DM of what I'm projecting here? Oh, yeah. Um, so there's a brief moment where uh, Garth holding Amir's notebook stands in front of Hope, holding an inky thread of a memory and is speaking uh and essentially uses the words like do you want to see what exactly he thinks of you and as that is turned away broken apart um that vitriol that rises in garth uh the view zooms into that memory and hope is subjected to amir's what amir's spellbook and notebooks look like which are 
meticulously noted and jotted things that are the equivalent of research notes about um, flumps, about hive minds, about empath beings. There's also the same level of notes about like Deirdre and beings that are suspect to not be from here. Um, uh, I'm an elf. Elf, uh, regular <laughs> elves. Um, these like lab-esque notes are disconnected and frantic, uh, almost like someone doing a a case study on uh, these two individuals. Um, and in that, though, uh, Amir shows that Garth was going to show the full picture. Garth was going to solely show the fact that Amir uh, was, in fact, uh, with or with Deirdre and Hope for the intention of study and learning. However, on each page behind the notes about each of them is a contrast of not necessarily the learnings on like who they are uh, as as people. This experimentation, it is how Amir can become a better person being around these two through from Deirdre being someone from another area, someone disguising as an elf. Uh, it specifically writes that Amir is Amir's not an elf either F from this world. He is an astral elf. He is from the astral sea. He is not known. He is not born in the feeling of gravity under his feet, and he doesn't really know how to blend among people. So he leans to Deirdre for that insight. And specifically for Hope, there is intensive level notes of Amir knowing that he is a hive mind, cannot, could not I fathom the idea of continuing on like that. And when he initially met Hope, he was trying to find some way of separating himself from the equation and leaving How How alone in the body. And when learning that Hope was a living hive mind, something that was able to be a unified being, but also something that is empathetic, learning quickly, kind, and able to manage themselves, even if they get overwhelmed. Amir wanted to learn that so bad. Amir's notes and research are not because he wants to study and pick apart uh, hope. It As a hive mind, all of his notes are solely because his head is constantly cluttered, and he doesn't know how to sort his own thoughts. And he sees Hope do that naturally. And he sees Hope do that with so much promise that the name of the experiment is the Hope in the Underdark. And as this vision of all the notes, uh, concludes as I'm assuming uh, how how is walking through Amir just says out loud if you're giving this to me to let go I've been greedy enough by trying to um Keep a part of a collective that isn't mine to keep. 
and I'll make sure you get back home safe, but I will miss you. But I understand. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for... Um, not being more transparent about the fact that I need help and that I've been acting like I understand more things than I actually do. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I think seeing Malik approaching and being aware that what they really want to say is going to take more time. Hope is going to look at her hand, think about in the encode thoughts that she's learned, think about how you made your hand light up with the memory. And push a thought back through that connection. Um, and if you will allow DM, I would also like to paint the word <laughs> picture, because apparently that's what we're fucking doing today. Word uh, pictures. I like it. <laughs> You're sitting there. You know you what? There you see... go. That's for both of you. Oh. Oh gosh. Oh no. Please. Also, before you start, thanks, uh, nerdy drunken monkey goblin. Uh, wonderful name. Thanks for following. Thank you, friend. Um. Oh. You see, uh, not a memory, but a an imagined situation. Uh, hope kind of stood at a crossroads, both leading to darkness. Um, behind her, you can see Mir, you can see Deirdre, you can see Melier. Uh, and they all have torches, and Hope doesn't. And then Amir's torch vanishes, and Amir vanishes, and there is a notable element of confusion in the group as to which way to go. And Hope pulls out a coin and on one side it's Amir's head and on the other side it's Hao Hao's head. And she flips the coin up in the air and it spins and it lands on the back of her hand and it's Amir's head up. And she starts walking forward and you begin to hear her words get better. You begin to hear more sentences better grasping at language, trying to be understood, trying to be a man. And then you see three bodies on the ground. Three bodies that we've seen today. And she looks at the coin and it's How How's head. And you see Miguel the memory of Miguel saying that it was appropriate that her name was Hope. And you see behind her, a dawn, the very epitome of hope. 
and you see the sun crack. And as that fades away and Malik is walking over, Hope is crying and she just looks at you and says, now you understand. And she lets go of your hand so that you can. Before Amir turns around, uh, Amir just says consent. Always. Amir hugs Hope. Uh, yeah, the guy who's like, don't fucking touch me to anybody. He hugs Hope and just starts crying. And, uh, look, things were bad today. Things were, today was not a good day. Today was not a straightforward day. But that doesn't mean the sun isn't going to rise whole tomorrow. One bad sunrise doesn't mean that the next day is going to be worse. It might be brighter. At least give me one more sunrise before you decide. Please. hugs him back. Okay. As Malik is approaching, <laughs> Amir does look the, ah, uh, my makeup's <laughs> ruined. Uh, <laughs> um, and like, put, uh, but yeah, um, uh, Amir puts the stone in Hope's hand and turns around. As you turn around, you see Malik approaching you, as well as Miguel. Miguel stands in front of Malik and pushes his hand out to his chest and says, I need that crystal. You don't understand how much I need that crystal. Malik just looks at him and says, as much as it pains me to say this, you just didn't have the money for it. As Miguel goes and pulls out a dagger to go attack Malik, Malik just looks at him and says, This is the wrong choice. Die. Mal uh, Miguel falls to the ground. Another soul coin, please. <laughs> if you want to. I would like, if you I want would to. like to grab some extra souls, you know, just in case. <laughs> If you would like to. Well, Absolutely. this plate looks unfinished at the all-you-can-eat buffet. I'll just take that. <laughs> They're just going to go to waste otherwise, honestly. Um. Lunara wasn't far behind Miguel. And upon seeing this, stops dead in her tracks. Melia, I need you to roll a perception. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm here for it. 
Okay, please be a good roll for fuck's sake. 18? You look around and do not see Aaron Sage in the building any longer. Fuck. As Malik begins to walk over Miguel's body, over to Amir, and hope. Well, like I said, I owe you one, so if at any point you should need my assistance or hope, if you want to come with me, you're more than welcome to. In fact, I would enjoy it. You already have the idea of the whole unity. You mean like hive mind for everyone? For everyone. The whole world. All the planes. Everyone. Listen, all this, the war in the worlds, the, the famines, the, the, everything terrible in the world. If we just all thought the same, we wouldn't have to worry about that. People would take care of each other, there wouldn't be any need for war. Everyone would be under the same mind. You never saw flumps going to war, did you? I take Amir's hand. I we'll call him that favor. My players are together, but it doesn't make it good. I suppose you're correct in that statement. Mind flares, I mean. If you look at the Illithids, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all they want is unity between all worlds, is it not? They just go about it in a slightly more barbaric way. I'm trying to go the more flump route. If we're Inside using check. metaphors. Fucking inside check that shit. <laughs> oh, that's too real. I'm using inspiration. What? I got a nuffle. <laughs> okay. That is better. Unnatural 20. Natural 20? No, unnatural. Unnatural. Alright. Uh, that is a 12 plus 18, so 30. I'm sorry, 12 plus what? 18. Wait, mm. yeah. am I near enough? Because I was collecting that juicy soul, right? Oh, yes. Uh, if you wanted Miguel's soul, it is all yours. Yes, can I, can, can, can I pass, can I cast silvery barbs on, on our friend here? when he yeah. says that statement, so he has to re-roll and take the lower one. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to be helpful, guys. I'm not sure how successful it'll be. <laughs> I think the only way I can win is if he rolls a one. It was a 23. Which we can... Okay. Uh, rolled a five, oh. but still. 
Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, you feel he's being truthful uh, in what he's saying. It, it, even if it is in the way it's that not the whole he's... Truth. It's not the whole truth, but it is what he wants. Okay. He wants unity. Or I can put it to you this way. I know I still owe a favor to Amir here, but you lot never have to see me again. I've got what I came for, and as soon as you use your favor, or if you choose to never use the favor, well, so be it. Just no hope. There is always a spot open for you in my family. Honestly, it goes for any of your friends. With all due respect, I'm good. No worries. Maybe sometime we'll meet your family, but for now we'll we'll bank the favor. And I'm gonna pat him on the cheek. It's nice to know that you owe me one. Hmm. He gives this little head nod. Well, if uh, you don't mind, I need to go get my stone. By all means. As he starts walking off, uh, Lunara is actively trying to bring uh, Miguel back and is failing. He can't come back because I got him so. Yep. She still thinks she's on the hook for the soul thing. Who Amir's gonna look look at Melier, look at them, and Amir's gonna do the whole. I'm looking the other way, I guess. Uh, and uh, Amir is going to like, uh, get, like holding like Hope's hand, and, like give like a gentle like, can we walk? Do you want to stand here, kind of thing? Uh, and and try and okay, and then uh, Amir's gonna go over to Deirdre. Amir's going to hold their hand out and it's going to glow blue. What? I want to show you something. Okay. You just have to take my, take my hand. Sorry. I, I realize I'm being vague. Sorry. I'm usually mm -hmm. like, yeah, um, this is a, you're showing me your, your glowing hand, so you yeah. Um, if you if you take my hand, I'm going to essentially let you into my mind. Everything I've been hiding up to this point, I want full transparency. That would be a change. I know, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my hand doesn't also glow, so. Your eyes do, though. Uh, and Amir's going to take uh, their hand. Um, and Amir's going to show the 
this like the detailed notes and whatnot of essentially uh yeah to to, to not uh fully recap but um yeah the summary of it basically amir uh essentially like watching hope and deirdre um the hive mind that is able to exist with multiple thoughts and trying to uh navigate that um, because Amir gets like overwhelmed being just by themselves, and they're like, "How do I be around people while also people sometimes uh, whisper weird shit to me?" Um, but then also with Deirdre um, being uh, Amir has kind of clocked that Deirdre is a bit of an outsider, um, and uh, how uh, Amir doesn't really understand customs of being an elf, um, but the fact that Deirdre is able to um carry that with like a certain like lightness and fun um and amir wants to be able to do that so um the reason amir has been so shut off from the two of them is essentially a these are two people i really need to learn from to be better uh because right now where i'm at is i don't get how to do uh and yeah um uh Blazelin hit the nail on the head uh yeah amir conveys basically uh he wants to be around these two because he wants to be like them he wants to be able to be charismatic and fun and and witty but also uh every time something weird is pulled out of a deer's backpack or they say something like really like sad like hey it's solo wine night um uh amir like knowing what that what that means but is also like sees the stride that's taken with and just like jesus like when my parents had solo wine night i i i bring that up and cry um like that kind of thing of just uh amir being realizing that there's someone who has kind of uh, been an anchor for each of them being strangers, but Amir is going to fully communicate now of like, I am just as much of a stranger. Uh, and I've tried to use you, not use, that's not the right word, but I've tried to get assistance from you guys like stilts so that I can walk. Um, and that has been hindering us more and more every step we've been taking forward. Uh, and then specifically, the last thing Amir is going to convey to Deirdre um, is uh, one of the first long rests being that uh, while Hope doesn't like sleep and whatnot, the fact that like falling asleep uh, beside someone in the dome, um, the reason Amir makes the dome all the time with lights uh, is while Amir looks like a drow, uh, Amir conveys uh, probably um, a little bit to like hope as well telepathically that amir hasn't like sh shared with anyone um amir is terrified of the dark like amir is genuinely even though he can see in black and white and stuff like amir is scared of the dark like to a visceral amount and that is why being like trapped by garth which he does convey to both of them what happened with that i guess um is why that was actually so awful is because amir doesn't like being in the dark and he realizes what he did to his friends uh and I think after that, Amir just kind of lingers and is holding both of their hands. I'm sorry, my hands are sweaty. Um, hmm. I would like to show you something, if you don't mind. 
you want me to detect your thoughts or you can use an illusion? No. Um, and she like, she always wears this kind of like fluffy cloak with like a, it's like a, a fluffy little like scarf thing with mm. a cloak over top of it. So she's just going to like, she kind of like looks around for a little bit and then it's like, there's nowhere that I can do this that like people will not see me. So just flips the cloak over. Um, <laughs> so like partially. <laughs> Both of our heads. So we're all under like an umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the, the golden sort of like, uh, gilded headband um, that she usually wears unfurls and shows like her little antennas um, as they come up completely. I know this isn't the appropriate response, but I we're going full honesty now. Holy, <laughs> you're a bug. Amir goes full Tina Belcher. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of a bug. Um, it's hard to explain. I need no explanation. That's fucking awesome. Amir, as you see this, you get a vision in your head of this... And in Deirdre, you share this vision. Uh, it's a memory that's coming back to you, Deirdre. But with this whole telepathy that's been going on, you both are now sharing this vision of this Lunamoth fluttering through a night sky with one large moon in the sky as the Lunamoth goes in front of it. And it leaves a small shimmer of light behind as the loon moth fades and the vision that was weird yeah uh that sort of thing happens a lot um no i don't i don't remember that oh Oh my god. Lunamoth. Blomph. Oh my god, my best friends are bugs. Um well I'm not I'm not a I'm not a bug anymore. Wait, what? You have the little frondy doodles though. Amir absolutely does this. <laughs> I think from the outside, they're all under the cloak. There's just the little doop, the little fingers wiggling. Mm. Okay, I, I feel like I have to tell you this um, to, to both of you, because I feel like it's important. I'm like, I'm not actually an elf. Um, what? I know. <laughs> Crazy. Also, can I... Can I bring Melier over for this? Like, since we're we're talking, I'll because I think Melier is like grabbing souls right now. <laughs> Unless you want this, just like just here. Like, just, just now, as they're having this confirmation, <laughs> I'm like trying to hunt down my other person. Like, I'm really like they're having a moment. <laughs> boom, boom! It's like the fucking yeah. hallway scene in Rogue One right now. Just the light yeah. lightsaber. <laughs> like. Yeah, it peeks out. Nope, Melier's busy. Um, continue. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry guys, um, but that's where her mind is. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Um, so uh, yeah, you're, 
you're not an elf what um do you because you're a bug <laughs> not a bug uh do you know like much about how um how fairies are born well are we <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> When when my parents met, it was just it's, it's, uh, different, it's different than most most humanoids. Oh, wait. So you mean like fairies, and not fairies? I don't think I've heard that term before. Um, it's or it's like, an or thing. A, a <laughs> um, so sometimes. Um, there is a a moat of magic that occurs sometimes in the Fey world. Um, it's often fleeting, and no one witnesses it. Um, but if this moat occurs on something, and someone is there to witness, then they're born. So. I was a bug, and I guess I'm still kind of a bug. Yes. Sorry, I, I like being right. Continue. <laughs> um, but I'm also Faye. Um, not an elf. Kind of cool to be a bug elf, though. I'm going to call you a bug elf, I'm, unless you you dislike that, but actively like because yeah, I think that's rad. I'm so someone witnesses a mode of magic, and a, a fairy is born. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask a follow up question that may be insensitive. Mm -hmm. You have the fronds. Mm -hmm. Do you have wings, Deirdre? Um, I did. What happened to your wings? They're... not with me anymore. someone take them? <laughs> Do you want them back? Very much. I... as... as... Shocking as the revelation that you're not an elf was, I collect bugs. And the one thing, when I collect them for my spells, and he opens up his little pouch and all of his arcane bugs start fluttering, and underneath this little, like, little, little cozy spot, essentially they all start illuminating, um, 
the one thing I will never do is separate them from being whole. If they are meant to fly, they are meant to have wings. If someone stole your wings and you want them back, then our next course of action is making them give you your wings back or making them beg insufferably for death. And he returns the bugs to his little pouch, closes it. I'm sorry that was taken from you. He took other things, but I miss. It's heavy here. My feet hurt a lot. <laughs> Um. Well, here. Do it all the time. Um, practice. Uh, Amir is going to, uh, turn around in front of, uh, uh, Deirdre. Hop on my back. Rest your feet. Okay. Uh, and yeah, while holding Hope's hand, he's gonna give Deirdre a piggyback. Cause I keep thinking that Amir has like no strength, but he's he's got eleven strength, so he's like actually like he's oh. cut. <laughs> uh, um, right. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, he's gonna walk with them both. Um, I think once Melier is done doing whatever horrifying thing they're doing, we should take, you, you mentioned spa day. Can we spa day? We have money for spa day after you bought that platypus. Oh fuck, I bought the platypus. <laughs> to me. Off yeah, it's, it's, it's showing both. Hello! Refresh! Oh, now it says live. Refresh! Now, now I see us. All right, we're, we're back. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, the internet said no, we've cried too much tonight. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I have 48 gold pieces. Uh, so, wait, it's 310 for the platypus, right? That's how much I bid for it. Mm -hmm. It's a hundred a night at the fancy place, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Deirdre, can I borrow three gold pieces? <laughs> uh, you can have four. I have four whole gold pieces. But then the, the amount's going to be uneven, Deirdre. I can't carry that many. Please just give me three. Do you want eight? No, just wait. Yeah, I guess holding five would be okay. That's a round enough number. You can have eight gold pieces. I'll have five gold pieces left after spa day. Amir yells in this auction room. As you're all standing there and having this joyous <laughs> moment, 
an individual walks up to you, Amir. A emerald dragonborn coming off from the top. And in your mind, you hear, No, I could have use of someone of your talents. Can I help you after a spa day? Sounds nice. What is your Warforge friend over there doing? <laughs> Just like stomping around angrily. <laughs> So, like literally, I'm doing my best. Like I, I will. Tr if you would let me, I would like to roll a survival check to track this man. Like yeah, I am yeah, literally full just on like T1000 over there. Yeah, <laughs> like we are fully like I'm like like trying to look at the foot. Like I'm trying, like everything. Uh, just to let you know, uh, Amir, I believe your name is from what I've heard. Uh, mm -hmm. Do let your Warforge friend over there now, if she searches around a little too much, she might find some mm, traps. Oh, um, I'll just telepathically relay that quickly. Uh, no, she's collecting death. traps, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's collecting death and debts and stuff. Mm. Um, but hey, why don't you join us for a spa day and let's talk about what potential kind of work, because I... You think my telepathic stuff is good? Where do you see this one? And I raise Hope's hand. Well, hello there. You hear in your mind. You get the telepathic equivalent of... <laughs> An emoji appears. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little gif. Melia, in your mind, you hear a voice as well, uh, separate from what the others, you hear a, what is it you're looking for? Oh, is it my patron? Nope. Nope. Hmm. I can answer that once I know who's speaking to me. I am the leader of this guild and all of the guilds across Dogus. What are oh, you doing then... in my house? Hmm, I was at the auction, and I think one of your underlings owes... has some dues that need to be paid, and he decided to risk off. Hmm. Was it the one with the blue hair? DM, it was, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Um, honestly, with how much he supposedly made tonight, he should be able to cover it. How much did he owe? Uh, let's see. The equivalent is 11,300. You see him. Altry. He says, Very well, I'll take care of him. Uh, would you come here for a moment? Where are you at? Tell he... Father, great. Yeah, telepathic. What WID? What are you at? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I appear to be with your friends. What'd you tell them about? Wonderful. Then yes, I should be able to. And as you make your way over, he reaches back into a pocket in his leather coat and pulls out a coin purse. A rather sizable coin purse. Sets it in your hand. 
Says, I believe that'll pay for his misdoings for whatever he did, and I'll take care of the rest. Wonderful. I pop, like, I don't even pocket it. Like, I open a compartment, like, just in my body, and I'm just like, whoop. Very well. Uh, I assume you're going to the Celestial Crescendo Inn, or are you going to the bathhouses? Which one is better? Social security number ends with. <laughs> but anyways, as he's saying, the the ones under oh, the Air, the Aaron oh, district uh, have magical qualities to the water, and if you're looking for decadence, I suppose that would be the Crescendo Inn. Well, I have decadent taste, but I'm broke as shit. So if you're looking to hire me, you've made me a lot of money to today. I suppose I could spot you all for a spa day. And your name is? I'm the gym master. And we'll leave it at that. I will see you there tomorrow. Uh, sunrise, good for you. Sunrise sounds fantastic. Good. Very well, I have someone to go find. As he, like, turns off and, uh, Hope, you feel this enormous psychic pressure in your head. It is overwhelming. And as he walks away, it diminishes out of your head. Hope you good. What was that? You need to pass it on telepathically. I just, I just kind of like, I look over at where he's gone, and you feel, you don't feel the the pressure, but you get an impression of it. DM, can I roll a history? Yeah. Specifically about one thing. Yep. This psychic level energy. Mm -hmm. A, have I felt anything like it? Mm -hmm. And B, when I found hope in the underdark, does it remind me of her neighbors? Yeah, roll history. You were too calm when when you said that. Can I roll uh, a history? Yeah, sure. They would be my neighbors. Sure. Uh, hmm. I'm I'm debating. I got a I got a single inspo. Uh, from chat. Can I do the you help action for Amir? Oh, I was about to say if I can do the help action. Yeah. Can if I take the help to. action? Yeah. I mean, you're over there. Yeah. Take it, Jakey. Um, Ask for help. Uh, uh, <laughs> Remember, I'm, I'm use... Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I am going to use inspo to re-roll these, because even with advantage, I didn't roll very well. Oh, oh my god. That's an that one. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll take a bardic inspo uh, and a guidance. How much is uh, yeah, bardic inspo now? Uh, let me have some double check. It's a D8. <laughs> it's a D8. Yeah, it's a yeah. D8. Yep. <sighs> 30 on the money. Hey. Uh, no, this is not the psychic energy of the neighbors from the Underdark. This is something vastly different. Equally as terrifying, though. Okay. Um, can I, with the 30, can I compare it to anything? Um, you know what? With a 30, uh, 
And that's a history, right? Mm-hmm. Certain gym dragonborns have certain powers. Uh, mm. And emerald dragonborns uh, lean on the psychic side. Although this seems a little overwhelming just for a gym dragonborn. Um... Let's uh let's start walking. Let's let's walk to the the crescendo since we still have like a night. Um we're going to meet them at sunrise. Well, I'm I've got enough gold to get us oh. the night and then he's going to pay for a day, I think. Um Yep, let's let's start walking. Let's let's walk. Walk. Yeah, we mm -hmm. yeah. So remember how earlier I was trying to get one of you to 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 remind me of what a creature was? You might want to ask for the receipt. Um. Yeah. I think we just got like a job offer from not a dragonborn. Sorry, what are they? Well, Deirdre, they're a dragon. Oh, nice. The guild is their horde. That's so cool. And that is where we are going to end tonight. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, amazing RP for everybody. You know what? Fuck it. Mm, more inspiration for everybody. Everybody gets the inspos yeah. tonight. Yeah. Woo! Uh, I'm now. Yeah! Um, so, uh, for those of you who uh, enjoy our Discord, make sure you go check it out, because I believe there's going to be doodles up in just a little bit. And uh, oh, there's going to be doodles. You can always chat with the, the cast, and we're in there all the time. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess that's not working anymore. Uh, here, let me... Uh, could someone drop the invite in there before I raid to another channel? Uh, also, I don't want to get doodles are up already. Thing. Boom. Ooh. Get in the comments. <laughs> um, I'm going to be posting pictures of different NPCs from tonight in the NPC channel. So make sure to go check that out. And uh, yeah, with that being said, <laughs> go follow in that discord. And it's been a blast. We are going to raid over to the Legends of Avantris and they're playing D&D too. So, with that being said, let me go ahead and click some buttons and start some raids. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. We love you all. Goodbye. <laughs>